this is The Extra Sheep, the unofficial Age of Empires 4 podcast hosted by me, Socraton, along with Awee Beal, known as just Beal, and our one and only Gria Barra founder, Sir Nevels. How are we doing today, guys? Doing good. Good, doing good. good. What a beautiful day. Uh, happy Canada Day to all the Canadians out there. That's two days past now. We're recording this on oh. Monday, the 3rd of July. Normally we record on Sundays, but we've been just so busy and we've had a lot of stuff come up. So for all the Americans uh, out there listening, uh, you're probably listening to this actually the day after. If anyone's listening to this on the 4th of July, stop, go outside, hang out with your family. Just do it. Don't let me listen to us on the 4th unless you're working, in which case, I'm sorry, your country has done you no service. Um, play this to your family. Yeah, oh, play this to your family uh, as the fireworks go off. I want this to be playing. This is the... <laughs> That's great. If you're not uh, uh, either Canadian or uh, American, if you're not North American whatsoever, uh, happy summer. Hope you're not know back at home in smoky conditions like those guys in the midwest are actually actually nevels are you like you guys oh, get yeah. hit with all that smoke normally i'm on the west oh, coast yeah. normally i get all the smoke <laughs> so how's it been getting a taste of my medicine for once oh dude man i got a nice stack of n95 mask here i go out put on my goggles put on my little, little i got put on the scarf so i'm going out into like uh it feels like what's that one like uh oh man i forgot the name of that desert like exhausted movie it's like really popular. There's so many. But basically, Dune? Like there's so Dune? many. Which one? Dune, yeah, <laughs> so Dune, many. that could work. Yeah, it looks like it. I'm walking out of Dune's like my front yard. Dune, Fallout, no, Mad Max. I can list like a million yeah, Mad, other I was thinking of Mad <laughs> Max. Mad Max. Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, every day he's like living through a, a rendition of Mad Max. No, I'm just kidding. It's not that bad. But yeah, it was pretty It was pretty rough here for a minute. Uh, yeah, it was... Uh, ugh, yeah, I've never dealt that before. I, I, <laughs> I, lived, I went to college up in Idaho and... Uh, we, when there was a bunch of wildfires around uh, in 2019 and 2020 and even 2021 a little bit, uh, the wildfire, but 2019 and 2020, the wildfire smoke came in like hundreds of miles yeah. away from Northern California and that area and just sat We in, in Idaho where I was at school was it's kind of a bowl. Imagine a valley surrounded. I mean, surrounded by a ring of mountains and the smoke came in. We had a beautiful weather up until right about this time of the year, actually right around. It was like the 4th of July was gorgeous. And the next week that smoke just settled in and I was a runner and I used to run outside, but it was like, I it just, I couldn't go outside anymore. I was hacking up brown crap all the time. It was, it was terrible. Jeez. So, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Like pretty much everywhere you went around here, they were like handing out N95 masks. Cause like, I mean, we don't really deal with like, it's kind of crazy. Like all the factories and stuff, like, you know, Detroit's like a big, you know, industrial like factories everywhere. But We've never had, at least, at least far as I've been alive, like air quality of this level. It was like air quality is measured. We didn't, I even know how to read air quality. Like, I guess the average is like 70. I don't even know. That's like, not even great either. Like, like ideally, yeah, yeah, you want it to be zero. Uh, usually, a million or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, it was like, it was like, it was like ridiculous. Dude. Yeah, it was like it was two to four. Really I know, I know in New York, it got up to like 400 one day, which is like worse than yeah, like the insane. worst days in like India or China. It's insane how bad that is. That's I think I think I'm sitting at any given day here on the coast. We're sitting at like 20, which is basically just some air, some pollen at most. So, mm. yeah, that's that's insane. Hope you guys are. Yeah. Hope you guys get some yeah. rain soon. I'm fine. It's it's been it, raining it's everywhere raining. here. Yeah. That's so Me backwards because I'm on the coast right. here in the Pacific Northwest and we've had an incredibly dry May. A dry June and now a pretty dang. I mean, today is actually tomorrow is going to get up to like 79 degrees on the coast. It's going to be like 80 or 90 in Portland. But here on the coast, it's going to be like 78 and just glorious for the fourth. So we're really excited about it. <laughs> I think it rains uh, like 22 out of the 30 days of June where I'm at. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Are you yeah. on the coast as well, Beal? Yeah. OK, OK. Yeah. Normally we're like I that. I mean, we, we get we have like 
six months of just rain, like nonstop mist and rain uh, in the wintertime. But our summers are just idyllic. See, that's I'm very weird. I don't know if I mentioned before, but like I love the rain. I do, too. Like, I love the rain. I'm not going to lie. I honestly I was talking to uh, somebody uh, like about, I want to move out to like the Pacific, like Northwest. Like, I would not mind that. Like, hey, we'll take you. I we'll love... take you in a heartbeat. I'll take you to a Mariners game. You come out here, I'll take you to a Mariners game. Oh, dude, listen, listen, dude. Don't even, you think you need a joke. I, I might be your neck woods at some point in time. Because like, I just, I love that atmosphere. I love the raincoat fashion. I love just looking out, everything. I feel like the air is just breathing in. So it's, I will say, I, I've grown up in the desert a lot. Uh, I know we're getting really off topic from AOE. We'll get to AOE, guys, in a minute. <laughs> this is just some other chatting time. Uh, I, I grew up in the deserts. I, my dad was in the military, so I grew up all over the country. I've lived in the oh, East yeah. Coast, West Coast, uh, Alaska. I actually really like Alaska, by the way. But uh, Alaska? Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I was up in Anchorage area, just north a little while. Uh, but I grew up, I was born in San Diego, Uh was raised in the high desert of California and like the Inland Empire area. If anyone's familiar with where that's kind of at San Bernardino, like 29 Palms, Joshua Tree, Yucca Valley, uh, desert, 110 degrees in the summer, dry as can be. I hated it. Hate the desert. I was in St. George, Utah, which is also like 110 degree heat, super hot desert for my first job. I was like, I'm ready to go back up to somewhere rainy and cool. And uh, this winter, let me tell you, this winter up in Oregon was so dark. Like I'm used to having snowy winters where the snow kind of lightens everything up. But when it's just overcast mm-hmm. and rainy for six months, I enjoy it. But man, I, I hate the I hate the heat so much. But now that it's like actually warming up again, I actually have come to enjoy and appreciate sunny days again. So, so, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It's not now. Now I enjoy a sunny day because I, I rain is the normal and then sunny days are enjoyable. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah, I won't lie. Like after all this rain, I have been looking up like cost of living in uh, Las Vegas suburbs. (laughs) See, you say that. See, I used to joke. I used to joke I had seasonal depression in the summer down in the desert because it's just so oppressively hot. Uh, But yeah, the winters, winters, it's the payoff. You know, grass is always greener unless you're in the desert, in which case there just is no grass. No grass. (laughs) Just scorpions and everything that wants to kill you. Uh, hey, Bill and Son, come on, come down to Detroit where the weather is different every day. Yeah, I've heard that Michigan's got some nice weather, actually. I've heard that Michigan's got some Whoa, good weather. Who, who, you been, like who you all, been speaking to? I, I have a friend. She just was going, I think she was in Lansing. Oh, okay. And Lansing, she was saying capital. that the winter wasn't, she, she was in Idaho. She was my, my, uh, my wife's roommate before we got mm-hmm. married. And uh, she was saying that, yeah, after going through winters in Idaho, the winters out there weren't too bad. And that it's just kind of nice yeah. average weather. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind. It's I haven't very, been to Michigan very a long dynamic. Time. Very dynamic. Very dynamic. Yeah, I like, like getting all the seasons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You get the same. You get three seasons mm-hmm. in one month. Pretty cool. All right, boys. Shall we uh, get on hand to the topic that's that's here today? Oh, yeah. Which is Most we don't really have a set topic. Look, um, I have I, normally we do a little bit. We go for AOE news. I'll be honest, guys. There's really not any news right now for H Empires that I know of. Uh, minus the fact that there's little banners for. Uh, logging in on Canada today and the 4th of July tomorrow. But by the time this airs, that'll already have come and gone. Uh, is there any All other right. news you guys know of that you feel like we should touch on? Probably. Go ahead. Well, probably the one thing that we could probably talk about is just the wrap up of the, uh, the Africa duos, which is like the team out of the S tier team tournament, the AEGC TV. It was a real small one. It was like a partnership with, um, uh, like a Korean streaming service, uh, Africa TV and EGC TV. Uh, they did a team game for a 2v2 team game. And it was actually, believe it or not, like it was actually probably one of the best team games they've had 
because they the way they rolled out was different than the other team games they've done in the past, where they basically had like uh, sixteen captains, and then like so the sixteen captains were like obviously the top sixteen players as far as ATR, which is like their average tournament rank or something, and uh, they the sixteen captains picked. Uh, like the, 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 they picked who they wanted to have on their team. So basically with that being said is that like there were no super teams. Like there were no Beastie, Marine Lord. There were no Vortex and Lucifine. Like there were no super teams because if you were a captain, obviously you can pick, can pick another captain. I like so that. So it, it, was, it was a way more balanced team game aspect. And it was, I think mean, it was only two weekends, I believe two weekends. And uh, it was very, um, it was very balanced. I mean, you know, like, you know, some a lot of your big hitters went out, like, in the first round. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like 3D, like 3DB and, like, his, uh, I think 3DB and 3D Cat were a team. They got out in the first round because it was just a way more balanced. Like, Beastie or Marine Lord didn't win this one. You didn't talk about that. Beastie or Marine Lord did not win this one. Uh, actually, Puppy Paw and uh, Lash won. Oh, fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So like, like, yeah, dude, like, yeah. So like, it was actually something different. Like, you know, usually, I mean, Beastie was in the finals, Beastie and his teammate. But, you know, uh, how it works is, is, you know, like Marine Lord, for example, is top, top ATR player, most tournament wins. He would have the last pick, uh, the player that have on his team. So basically how it was, is like, if you were like the 16th captain ranked, you can pick the best player mm. that's available. Mm-hmm. So as I said, the teams are a lot more balanced, so it's a lot more unpredictable. And a lot of close games that like, you know, Marine Lord, for example, like he almost lost. Like, like they, almost every game went to all five, uh, all the games were played. Like it, the games are going so long, they really had to like cut some. Because like the games are just so balanced and they were so well rounded. I like that. Was, I always like, like when it's a balanced yeah, game really like cool. that. Some of the yeah. most fun things are those. I like every now and then I like a long grind where you just see these guys just uh, at the top of their game. They're perfectly balanced, though. And it's just like they're just prodding, looking for the right angle to get in. It's just kind of a grind. Sometimes yeah. it's really satisfying to watch. Yeah, it, it really was. I mean, only thing that made it kind of hard to watch is that it wasn't on Twitch. Like it was on a literal mm. you had to download. Like I I even had a hard time watching it. Like I, I like to kind of keep, uh, you know, keep up to date, you know, the pro scene and stuff. So I watch it, you know, just in my spare time. But it was on a Korean streaming site. So like you had to download the Korean streaming site. Uh, you had to like make an account. And it was like everybody, everything in there was in Korean. And like you, like you even see Koreans pop up in the chat. Like, what is this? Like, they were like, "What is this?" Like, they're like, "Oh, Starcraft is way better. It's way faster." Dude, I don't know about that. Starcraft. (laughs) Here's the thing: is I will not diss Starcraft for what it is ever. For Starcraft, for what it is as a game, excellent, excellent game. But you cannot tell me that after a decade that it is still better than Age Empires Two. And I'm gonna. That's maybe a hot take. (laughs) And I guess the Koreans, oh, you know, the Koreans have owned that scene from like the get go. Oh, yeah. So I get it. They're they're really Korean Starcraft. Are like, I mean, I mean, as an American, you know, of- I I like baseball. I like football. Like American football. Those are the <laughs> superior sports, right? Basketball. Because we're the ones who are best at it, right? Because we're the ones who basically are. Yeah. But I mean, you can't tell me. You can't tell me that Starcraft today is the end all be all RTS. Even Age Empires Two, which I get has more viewership. I I I just. We, and we've had this debate a couple times that like, which is the yeah. better game? Like it, they're getting kind of dated and like, they're still good for what they are, like for what they are mm-hmm. S tier. But I don't, I, it's an apples and oranges comparison though. 
you can't really yeah. compare them. I, yeah. I just, I feel like timeless. they're timeless they in like, what they do. Timeless games. Yeah, it's just, uh, dude, I, I just think, I think maybe because like, I don't know why, man. I mean, like, you know, for example, like me, I just thought that, you know, once a game got too old, people just kind of went away. But that's not true at all. Like, dude, I, StarCraft 1 is still very popular. Yeah, huh? Brood Wars. Brood Wars is I mean, super popular. Well, a good game is Strike. Counter-Strike hasn't changed that much oh, from crazy. like 1.6 to go. Like it's very minimal changes, like yeah. big graphics and physics overhauls for sure. But but that's all they ever need. Like, I mean, I, I think of gameplay. like the best games. I mean, gameplay has been good. Gameplay has been around for a long time. I feel like we I feel like if you look at like the history of gaming, I mean, obviously start with like Pong, like boop, boop, like that obviously is a long way to go from there, right? Uh, the NES, some of the new systems that kind of came out, like the Nintendo, like all those things that kind of came and built things up. PC gaming kind of really started taking off. I think around the, I think around like the 2000s, around the turn of the millennium, I think is when gaming got really good, right? Like late 90s oh, yeah. to 2005, I think is when good games started coming out and they're just they're timeless, right? Like games, certain, the core mechanics are there. It, the, yeah, the it graphics. Might be, it- Difference in age, but I'd put that like I'd say ninety-five to ninety-six. Like that yeah, is when yeah. that's when the classics, like you get the tail end of the Super Nintendo, like uh-huh. their biggest you got Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy oh, Six yeah. coming out for the Super Nintendo, some of the greatest JRPGs ever made. Mm-hmm. Um VLR historian, the- I love it. Let's get it. Let's get it. <laughs> Yeah, you get the start of like the 3D era. Uh, yeah, where so that's kind of like why I was kind of pushing into the 2000s because I think that that 3D um, era really came into view around the 2000s. But yeah, uh, yeah. Isometric in 2D for like the latter half of the 90s uh-huh. had had some of the some of the most uh, I don't know games that stand the test of time. Yeah, no, for real. I mean, I, I, I'll go back and like 2D games. Like, yeah, I guess that's kind of trick. Like certain things kind of came and have kind of come up and gone. I think. 3D gaming has been kind of the set the gold standard and has had its kind of heyday since the early 2000s. The 2D platformers of like the late 80s and early 90s. I mean, I think of like I grew up playing like Super Mario Brothers uh, and playing like, dude, I I just think of all these games that like just the pinnacle of good. Like if you want to go back and play like uh, this is a throwback from my early childhood, uh, Yoshi's Island. Yoshi's Island. That game holds Super Mario Brothers and I was thinking Yoshi's Island was like the once again like another 95 96 end of the super nintendo era today. like yeah it is amazingly well designed um and like i remember hearing like interviews with so little story donkey kong country comes out and like they're using 3d graphics 3d rendering mm-hmm. to make like a 2d sprite 2d platformer game but they're using like these big 3d renderers to make a game and miyamoto was like hey okay was like dissing donkey kong country at first was just like yeah the people will buy as long as the art style is good the gameplay doesn't have to be good i guess with donkey kong country which is <laughs> he's throwing shade i mean donkey kong country <laughs> is still one of the best platformers ever made mm-hmm. like number two for sure but then he went and did the opposite and he's like i'm gonna make i'm gonna look at the graphics do crayon like baby nursery yeah. graphics <laughs> with Yoshi's Island and then just make one of the best platformers ever, ever made. made. Yeah. And, and it holds up, you know, I, it's amazing. Like, yeah. And I get that, like in that sense, like that's why age of two age empires two and Starcraft are still like considered such great games, but 
Mm-hmm. I mean, we're yeah. in a whole new generation of gaming now, right? <laughs> I mean, I was just thinking about it. I, I picked up, uh, I, I've got more news I'll get to, actually. I do have a couple things I realized about the podcast I'll talk about. But uh, I picked up, this is one of the things I wanted to talk about today. Um, I picked up, my brother's been enticing me to do this. And this is one of those games that was actually more fundamental to my RTS like journey than I realized. Uh, my dad in the early 2000s used to play this game. Do you, either of you guys know of Warhammer 40,000? Dawn of War. Oh yeah. Okay. yeah. I know the I know like the tabletop thing and the Yeah, I you know, I never played any of them, but I know I mean I've been on the my dad had my dad had the tabletop stuff. My dad had the tabletop. I'm not a huge Warhammer guy. My dad dabbled but didn't really get super. He's got some of the he's got like one of those games where the aliens come in. He's got little robo marines like space marines like ready to go. It's pretty <laughs> cool. But the RTS game that came in was on sale on Steam. I think it might be still on sale if it's a summer sale for like 3 bucks and my dad played this game. Like this was like my gateway to RTS. I remember standing next to War? him. Uh, it is Dawn of War, yeah. Yeah. I remember you know who develops that is relic. I, yeah, it's yeah. relic. I know. I saw that. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like this is a relic game. And I realized, OK, I, I, I downloaded it because I mean, three bucks. I mean, I was like, dude, sold. Oh, like, yeah. I, I got just the nostalgia of seeing it. I had, I've never played it. I was always I remember being like my my son's age right now. He's like a little he's like a young kid now, almost three. I remember being like three, four, five, standing next to my dad's computer, like next to his like chair as he was playing on these old this old 2000, like three computer. I remember watching him play this game, watching the little spaceships land and the little robots building the buildings and his little like space marine shooting down orcs. And I remember thinking, man, I want to play that so dang bad. And he never <laughs> let me play it for whatever reason. It was like, I just never got the chance to play it. That was a dad game, you know, but I have always wanted to play it. Finally picked it up. And I was like, man, I realized a lot of things. I want to talk about this game a little bit because it's there's some cool things that kind of give me a kind of a gateway of to or maybe like a portal view of like how Relic works as kind of a company. Because obviously Relic helped the development of AOE4. Um, not really the owners of it at this point, but obviously that's why we have Relics in the game. It's a, there's a history here. But uh, this game plays out very similar to Company of Heroes, I discovered. I didn't realize this, but it plays v- like, like it's like a mix, but it has some very big similarities to Companies of Heroes that I noticed. Because uh, it's a very different RTS. Because I mean, with the Age of Empires, it's a lot about your economy and you're generating multiple types of resources, and you got to just keep producing units. And uh, in this game, you really don't. You like build a squad of Marines, and you can just add more to their troop by just clicking a button on them, and they just kind of. It's more about the the micro and just managing them and sending them out. Like the eco doesn't matter nearly as much. You get eco by taking over the map. Uh, the, graph, that, the graphics are. That's so, how that's how Company Heroes is, right? Yeah, very similar to Company Heroes. And I was kind of like, yeah. oh, this plays out very differently. It's more about what troops you have and picking what upgrades you're upgrading your troops. Not so much making an upgrade, getting upgrades in like a place and then making troops. It's you're no, you're you're choosing this squad's gonna have this type of blaster to shoot down tanks, or they're gonna have this kind of thing for anti infantry. Very different game. But uh, some of the things, my nitpicks about this game that I really maybe really appreciate Age Empires for, uh, there is no remapping the controls. Yeah. Uh, at all. What is it from like 2003? Yeah. yeah. And I was like, what the oh, heck? Back then, I had to actually yeah. hit my home button to go straight back to my little town center Ooh. home. Oh. I was like, that's horrible. That's horrid. Oh, I'll was, be done. Yeah. And, and like, there's no, uh, there's no uh, control groups at all. Oh, how does that, that work? I don't yeah, know. You just gotta click on. Starcraft have that. Yeah, I don't know why. I, maybe if there are, I haven't figured them out yet. But I could not get control groups or anything like that going on. Uh, Starcraft like, all these have weird things. 
Starcraft does have control groups. Yeah, this thing even, even back oh. then. Like, oh yeah, I was about to say, yeah. what though? How do they do all that? <laughs> Although that the maximum select game. size, I think you could only select 16 units at once. Oh wow. Starcraft. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this wow, game you can okay. have a lot more units. You just kind of have to drag a big box and just kind of send them in. Like it's so different. Mm. Uh, but there's like cover you can take, and there's different things. Like it's it's really interesting. And I was playing this game for the kicks and giggles, and I'm gonna keep playing it actually, and probably at least try and beat the campaign. Uh, just because it's kind of fun to see like the Warcraft kind of or not the Warcraft, the uh, Warhammer stuff. It's just, it's very fun. I've heard a lot of memes before. Like you know, it's better to die than to die for the emperor than to live for oneself. Like hearing those little voice lines is just so funny to me. <laughs> Uh, so, so why why do you guys think that like these games like you know games that came out when we were still in diapers are like you know like having bigger impacts have, have bigger player base than games that are coming out modern? That is interesting. That game design, it, it's honestly it's timeless game design. You can pretty up a game with graphics. You can do whatever, but if the foundations of the game are solid, it's gonna carry on. Uh, but how, how does gaming move forward if you just I mean, want to stick with what you know? Am I mean, I it's like, you, what you throw on like a Led Zeppelin record every now and then. No, <laughs> okay, okay, I get, yeah, I get what you I get me with that, you know. Okay, like, you know, the music is a great comparison, too, right? But I just feel like, I just feel like, okay, for example, you know, like, all right, I, I kind of, I was a little, and I know we're kind of freestyling here, I'm trying to keep on topic, but I was a little, um. I was a little, to- I was honestly toxic, but so yeah, say, I, it, just say it, just say it. I am a dirtbag. <laughs> I, I was kind of a dirtbag. Uh, I don't know what was it. It's like maybe a week ago. I'm not, I, mean, I got the time right here. It was like nine days ago. Okay, so me, I just have like okay. Little disclaimer: I have no nothing against Age Empire Two players. Like, I have nothing against any. Like I, I, I grew up. Let me just give a backstory. I grew up a troll. I was that kid in the Call of Duty confess lobby. Confess your sins, like, my son. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Yes, please. Excuse me. I need to confess. Okay. I was <laughs> that guy at one point. I was in the lobbies. You're trash. Oh, sell your motherboard. Sell your Xbox. I was that guy. Okay. I have, of course, reformed. I have <laughs> bathed myself in the water. You're a born-again gamer. <laughs> I'm a born-again gamer. I am not the man I used to be. Okay. I used to be really bad. I'm leaving. I used to be a little toxic, but... So, for example, I, I get a little trolling. I get a little trolling. And, you know, I've made plenty of comments with people who play Agent Pirates or any old game, StarCraft, or, uh, you know, I got them, like, you know, like, how you text. I have them using a flip phone or a Motorola Razor or, like, you know, Blackberry, like, Sansa still use to call their women. I don't know. I use, I say things like this being silly. But, so, Hera <laughs> oh, but made no. this video, you know what I'm saying? The infamous hair. You know, I have no problem personally, but he made a video saying, What are the problems with Agent Pirates 2? He said, There are major problems with Agent Pirates 2. And he's going through it. And his last thing that he mentioned was he made, he made some good points. You know, one thing I will comment the Agent Pirates 2 players on is they have a very dedicated fan base. You know, their pro scene's really healthy, which I will, you know, they, their pro scene, I believe, is healthier than Agent Pirates 4 because. You don't hear any Age of Fire 2 players talking about Stormgate all day. Like, mm-hmm. they just, they, they're very loyal. <laughs> they're very well, they're, loyal. They're probably like, they're like, this game is going to be trash. They're probably well, really I mean, they, survived. they went through hell for like decades. Yeah, they did. No support. Yes. And now they finally get support. They're having like and a I renaissance. Is that, I admire them because they went through, they went through it. They, that game was, you know, they before like the Rambo. Edition. I went through it. Yeah, you guys don't know what it's like out there. <laughs> <laughs> they went through it. They went through the drought and they saw that they, they stuck with this. Now they saw 
you're seeing a prosperity of it, which is great. But, you know, Hera basically said in this video, you know, he's talking about, he's complimenting things, and he thinks he's saying that are wrong, are these things that are just, that are going to be wrong with a dated game like this. And he's mm-hmm. kind of recognizing the game is dated. And one thing he says, he says, guys, his last suggestion to fix the game was like, guys, what we got to do is just, if they just fix all these problems, maybe did this, this, that, and just repackage it as a as like an Agent Fires 2 Final Edition. And I just thought that was Super hilarious. Turbo Ultimate. Super Super 3000 Edition Agent Fires 2. So me... I need to get the sound bite of uh, Kylo Ren and be like, just let go. Exactly. That's no kind of <laughs> That's beautiful. There's nothing better. Like, not, not, and literally, so me, like I don't I never comment on YouTube videos, but like I was just like, I gotta say something about this. I can't help myself. And all I said was, I said, ha ha. Solution to that last problem is to make it a definitive and definitive edition. I said, listen, beautiful people, it's been a fun ride, I know, but it's time to come over to where the content is not stagnant and the future of the game is still exciting. Oh, you just got down, <laughs> down <laughs> into oblivion, didn't you? Oh, dude, I got, I got, I got it. It was not a fun you just time. Said, you, you just blasphemed <laughs> against our, our Lord Ruler. I didn't mean to. I, I didn't know what happened. I don't care. I mean, I was just maybe I was bored. Maybe I just didn't get my didn't have my warm milk. I went to sleep. You see, you overplayed your hand there, Snevels. You got to be subtle about it. You got you to gotta pretend I you're did. actually one of them and be like, exactly. you know, guys, and you got to like act like you came to realization. See, see, it's too easy <laughs> to tell you're astroturfing this. You got to be more like subtle. You got to be like, you know, guys, I've been thinking I love this game, but maybe I should move on. Like you gotta like feel like we gotta like wake be like one of those guys who like wakes up and smells the roses. You know, you gotta be like one of those guys. (laughs) Well, basically, I was fighting behind enemy lines by myself. I had no (laughs) but basically, I ended off with "Don't be scared, don't believe the slander. We're very welcoming," with like a really sarcastic smiley face. And Hera actually commented. (laughs) Oh no, Hera Hera commented, and he he wasn't toxic. He had the bad, but all he said was, "AOE four has way bigger problems." With like laughing what? and smiling. And that's what I responded with. I said, please enlighten me. He didn't respond back. Of course not. So like, like dude, so all like, the problems with the game <laughs> at launch are gone. Like, are name, gone. I, I can't even think of any of those problems anymore. I mean, the only thing that even comes to my mind was just the ridiculous Springled meta. Like, oh, I know a lot of problems. I mean, I'm trying to think of it. I, I can't even remember anything else. Like, the game is in such an interestingly you remember fun Remember, Abbasid had... Uh, infinite range on their spears. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was remember funny. when you could... Well, uh, pull out relics and drop them into like monasteries infinitely. Oh, oh yeah, right, right. a, this game. No, this. I mean, I remember it's like seeing like the Mongol TC rush, which I didn't even go through. Mm-hmm. But like, there's a point in time the Mongols been, just like TC your face, and they like, but like they could park your TC right by yours, and anything you made would just get killed by the TC. Like it was pretty bad. Like okay, I will admit, and I have a whole YouTube video on this certain levels YouTube. Famous book. You know, oh, I have a whole YouTube video on this. <laughs> I have a whole YouTube video on this. Basically, just I highlighted 10 problems that were in the initial release of the game and how they're fixed now. And I also, you know, I'm fair. You know, I I also initiate things that I wish the game, and we can because me and Bill want to have a conversation about something, we can actually segue feel further on later on. But I like, you know, when I issue with the game, because you know, the game, what I believe, this is this is somebody coming from the outside perspective. And I'm trying to be, I know I'm going to be kind of long-winded, but I, I, you know, me, I did play Agent Pirates 2, you know, when I was like four, never touched RTS from four to 
25. I don't know. I didn't play R. I tried playing with Halo Wars. Wasn't a big fan of it. RTS was wasn't okay. really my it's like I, it's a gateway yeah. drug. That's about it. It's a exactly. I was a I'm a huge Halo is the first game I really got really I played got that into. on Xbox for a little bit exactly. uh, a couple years back. And it was fun, but yeah, exactly. And I and I also I'm a huge I I this is my first full PC game I play. I'm now learning mouse and keyboard. I didn't even know mouse and keyboard for Age of Empires 4. I didn't play I, I had a That's PC wild. that exactly. is blowing my mind. Dude, I didn't know. I did not know mouse and keyboard. I, I'm learning how to type currently. I'm taking a type. <laughs> oh my god! I swear. So I that was like a T Rex there. On top of his hot, hot takes with a keyboard <laughs> like T Rex typing, going one <laughs> finger at a time. You'll see a plenty of typos with my me typing things up. People call me out like, "Hey, man, I think it's." I'm like, "Oh yeah, you're right. Let me go and fix that." Like it's like. I, listen, me, this is somebody coming from completely, I'm on an Age of Empires 4 podcast, and I a year ago, I didn't even play RTSs. So, like, this is something, I'm, I'm a big-time newcomer. I'm coming from the outside perspective to say that. What he's trying to say is and, he's unqualified to be on this podcast, and uh, I'm not much. sure why yeah, he's here, but he's stuck around. around. <laughs> we absolutely need a person that is exactly I mean, very unqualified. Told, we're all pretty new. I mean, I mean, I, we've all had, like, like I said, we've all had a, kind of our journey to this game, right? We've all kind of had yeah. our experiences. I mean, I can't. I wasn't a huge AOE two guy. I mean, I was like I said, I was in diapers when it came out. I mean, <laughs> where I, I didn't play, okay. I didn't play AOE two. I'll, I'll, I'll be the boomer in the group. Yeah, the I AOE two. Like I, Thanks, Dad. I remember taking a cracked version to college and like landing in like oh, two thousand seven. Yeah. Um, Bill, you can feel very those young. Those are the days. Thank you. <laughs> I feel much, I feel much younger. I, I, Mr. Neville's yeah, and I are like, like crap. I, I mean, I was born '97, so I'm like, I'm a young guy next to. Oh yeah, dude, you're, you're the youngest guy here, dude. I must I'm, be. I was born I, you wouldn't guess it though. I've got two kids. I'm like an old man in spirit. So. Yeah, you. Me and Bill like the me and Bill like the uncles. We're like the <laughs> <laughs> basically, yeah. exactly. Let's go. Let's get oh, right. Oh man, I feel so old. Uh, you kids born there, Warcraft three. All right, I'll bring my point. I know I've been going along. But basically, all I'm saying is like, uh, you know, I'm saying from somebody who doesn't really know, understand, you know, like just the legacy of these games. You know, I just I feel that it's very weird to me the amount of gatekeeping between because if you ask me, I thought it was AOE 4 versus the world. I mean, AOE, you know, as a whole versus the world. Like I thought it was like, you know, and I'm and I'm realizing that like, oh, my God, that's yours. Exactly. We have a civil war right now. We have like a, like a civil war because, like, I've talked to, uh, you know, in our Discord, we have people from Germany, people from all over the world, and people, you know, people that actually attended um, Red Bull Wololo, you know, which is like the big land event. And it was this one that previously passed, the first one that was included with Age of Empires 4. And he was literally telling me that, like, people that were playing AOE 4 were getting dirty looks from, like, AOE 2 players. Dude, like, AOE 2, AOE 2 fans look at him like, years. Yo, Exactly, like, and you know, you know, and I'm, I'm gonna take a, I'm gonna make a hot take, and I'm not trying to respect the AOE two, but I believe they view AOE four, and this is true, as a threat to their their super stable fan base. Oh, totally, totally. because like because of the, why do, they don't care at all about AOE three? <laughs> like, no, yeah, AOE three is a missing like. AOE one went to Vietnam. Like, I think there's yeah, bigger oh, yeah. AOE one viewer base. Like. More than AOE two and four combined. That's wild. Um, on like Vietnamese streaming platforms. Yep. AOE one went to was the like oldest son that went to Vietnam and never came back. Oldest son retired. You know what's like out there. The golden boy. AOE three. We don't. 
It's the redheaded stepchild. Yeah, hey, he's a furious stepchild. People love it. People love it. But you know, I, to be I fair, that was my. I played more AOE three than AOE two. I remember when That's it came great. out as a kid. It the campaign for that as a kid was just okay, kind of weird. The whole Fountain of Youth thing was really weird, but super enjoyable. Like I used to. I remember doping around on that all the time. That was way fun as a kid. Not yeah, AOE three players. Yeah, like I mean, you look at the people that came from the AOE three background. Really enjoyed the game, like. You know, and I kind of feel like, you know, it just didn't really kick off. But I think, like, I believe, because you look at it right now, I mean, like, AOE 4 is in its adolescence. Like, there's so much. There's so much. So more much to ready, like, on a, this. I believe like so. I, I've, talked to, yeah. I've talked to so many people. And also, that's nothing. He's about 20, 20 years. I got to talk to you about that. We, I'm so excited for the conversation we're going to have. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> like, uh, but like, yeah, just like, it, AOE 4 is just like, we're like the little brothers trying to like get the controller. Like we're like, you know, in AOE two is like no, like you, like they they got they, 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 they like gave you the controller without plugging it in. They gave you the controller without plugging it in. Exactly. Exactly. And like, and I realized like that is like kind of harmful because like yeah, we, I think we have to realize. And I'm sounding all preaching stuff, but I think the, and this is a new person to RTS. You, I do. It's crazy how just like how sh- strong the community is. And how like small it is though, and I, I feel like there's not enough cross promotion, you know. Like as far as you know, at least in the Asian Empire community, like AOE four players don't at all. Like there's nothing going on in AOE two. I mean AOE four, they don't say, oh, we got this this person's throwing a tournament or vice versa, you know. Or AOE two, the AOE two players who have the big fan base, like they are so like they're like I've never seen slander on that level because like they will literally like still act like it's December like, you know October 2021 like oh yeah they don't even have an interface for their, their, their they don't have even like uh capture uh, the capture group that you know when you they don't they don't have their whole interface is outdated like they don't realize like the game is like not the same as it was what almost two years ago and it's very odd to me that like it's like are we not like is this not like oh like we're not on all under the RTS umbrella, or are we just like you know sorry small community why are we dividing? Yeah, I mean, it goes so the same course. way. Stop talking. I would say like, I think I think on average I think on average the Age Empires four player is a lot more welcoming of Age Empires two than vice versa. Yeah, you know. Oh, one hundred percent. Yeah, like obviously we think our game is better you know for what i mean and even then we qualify that all the time we think our game is better yeah. but that shouldn't detract anything from age empires 2 and how good it is i mean like it's, it's, we can say that a. Like, yeah, i can I, say that I, but. I love both games so much uh but aoe4 the design differences between the games i love landmarks yeah, I right. hate making house walls in AOE too. I mean, that's, that's that's a big one for me. I hate I the house hate walls. The it just it's so breaking that of the archers game. can miss. Yeah. Like that sucks. Um, like, the conversion is weird too in that game. I play yeah. high the, the conversion uh-huh. range. It's very like and they can converge like can they converge siege too? It's just like I don't know. I yeah. I'm not gonna act like I know AOE too because like I I played AOE two before four and I like for a short period of time and I, I enjoyed AOE two a lot. Well, there's so many weird issues of it being like a weird, like because it's a pixel game, it's got the sprites. There's so many weird, like and everything from the, and the sound design's iconic. I like it, but the sound design in the AOE 4 is just so much more superior. Oh, for sure. Everywhere. Yeah. That's not even a joke. I mean, I don't know how you give me debate that. 
Like that is just. I'm not, uh, not, not really two guys that. probably would. Is the funny thing, and I feel like <laughs> you know we we can sit here and objectively say there are some things that age two, I guess, does better than age four. It's hard. I'm trying it to think of things. Like, I mean, it's all objective. Like there are like maybe you like building house walls, maybe because so oh, I yeah. was watching some AOE two streams the other day, and I was like, oh yeah, I I also really love this game too. Yeah. Like man, I wish I had the time to you know play some ranked aoe too I unfortunately think the, I think the, 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 the gaia i never say right if it's gaia or jaya but the gaia in that game is way more interesting with like the rhinos and the ducks it gets it's pretty interesting and yeah. funny I, I like that the little touches like that are kind of silly I, and i like that mm-hmm. yeah it's the meta is way different in aoe too you know like yeah. uh, as far as like the like the walls from the building like uh, oh here's wall, something like yes sir mm-hmm. i really miss how having the high ground gave you an attack advantage Oh yeah, yep. I heard about that. I think that would be fun to add back into H four. Genuinely, that would. Mm, uh, yeah. I, right now, it's it's about what kind of units you have and where you put them. But in that game, like taking the high ground, made. I mean, maybe it was a bit too much of a. Uh, I, maybe I would dial that down a little bit. But having like the high ground giving you maybe maybe like increased of range in your archers or so, like cool things like that would be easy to implement. I think in H two or H yeah. four, like that. Those kind of things could make it even better. Maybe maybe in like an H five. So this all this comes into a kind of a like a little segue here but uh the aoe4 modding tools are so hard to get into yeah, um, yeah they compared are. to other games because you could do that like if if the modding tools were a little easier you could just write a little script that's like okay we're, we're playing a custom game the high ground game and we're gonna see like how this shakes out you know something i want to do with agree about if if aoe2 aoe4 had better modding tools I would love to create just wacky scenarios and like different um, like tuning packs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't know, one of the weekly Griobara jousts. Is, oh, that'd be cool. Oh, that'd be fun. Like, okay, we're, we're doing like this map. You start, there's like a hundred sheep that spawn on this map and they all <laughs> have like 50 food each. Did somebody or say Or something sheep? like that, yeah. That'd be cool scenarios. I like, okay, all right. I don't want to like control. I'm not trying to be like, I really want to, what do you think? Okay. Now, as far as we see the player base of AOE4, we see a player base of two. What do you think would give AOE4 that edge, like where it can get some type of surge? Because we all know that, you know, civilizations give surges to AOE4, but like what would keep people just not playing, trying it out and dump, dipping out? What do we think will create a surge in a consistent player base on AOE4? It's so hard to say. Easier custom maps, easier easier way to make custom maps. Um, Better, like... uh, Honestly, I think think, think, Um, think you're onto something with the modding. I think, uh, like, there's... So, back to to my uh, Warhammer 40,000 Dawn of War. Uh, One of the things (laughs) I really liked about... I mean, one of the few things I, I think is actually superior to that game, to this game is you can turn on how many bodies get left behind after a fight and how long they stay. <laughs> and if there's blood or not. I kind of dig that. I like, I don't, I don't need, I'm not a huge guts and gore guy, but having that little option was like, oh, this is way more immersive all of a sudden. And like the bodies, no, I can see where the fight stayed. I don't know if they took it out of the definitive edition of AOE 2, but they used to every single unit left behind a skeleton for the remainder yeah. of the game. When it was killed. That's cool. It's so cool. Yeah. And I, I'd like to have That's it. I mean, maybe, cool. maybe like after a while that gets faded or maybe instead like the landscape has like, like a little cross or like some kind of like little monument to show a huge battle took place. So like, like over the ages, if you age up, maybe the bones get swept away. 
and like flowers get planted or something like it'd be so cool to have some kind of like visual i mean just like little things like that where age of empires excels so well at some of those things i feel like are missing and aoe2 had those things and i, I think objectively that and the modding are things that age of empires 2 is objectively better at than age 4 and i gotta oh, give to you on that one you know i want to throw out something you're yes, sir you're talking about how you want to take players from aoe2 bring them to into the aoe4 fold and i think that's the wrong approach you want to pick up Casual players get them into RTS because RTS is such a hard genre. Mm -hmm, Like the skill floor is so high to begin with um, that to like even be competent playing in RTS, you need to dedicate a lot of time to to uh, like how to actually play. So I think StarCraft 2 tried it. But if AOE 4, their next big update was co-op campaigns. Oh yeah, and like co-op PVE maps, you would. It'd be great. Like, and you could buy it on like a Steam sale, like a two for one deal, where you could you buy it and you invite a friend and you can play through co-op campaigns. I'm saying you could blow up the player base like that. Okay, Bill. See, maybe I misspoke. I don't want to take AOE two players from their game because I don't think they're going anywhere. I think no, they're not. And they I, do. I, that's good yeah, for them. Which is cool. That's, that's a really good like, game. Yeah. It is. And like, and like, and honestly, I kind of admire them a little bit. Well, not, I don't know if admire is the word, but like, I like, I you do admire their fan base because they don't let, like, they are in that bubble of AOE too. Like, anything else going on outside, they're not like, one thing I've criticized about our, our own community is that when, man, they showed a flipping little concept artist of a whole another game that's a year out and people are like, yep, AOE 4 is dead. Let's start this game now. Like, they just immediately, we're just like, like they literally like the, the, when Stormgate show anything. Like I've That's seen so many people Stormgate waiting parties. Like just like all like pro players saying that. Oh, I'm blaming Stormgate. Like it's like well, well didn't do. If that game's a when they had that, man, sh- when they had that showcase, uh, I was streaming uh, for that showcase, and when they I'm showed Stormgate, Stormgate for me it was just like oh yeah, I remember why I like Age of Empires. <laughs> this it doesn't it's look good. Yeah, this same doesn't look like me. what I want to play. Yeah. So, so my biggest question, and I, and I have, I think I have a solution, but my biggest question is, yes, how do you, how do you get casual players to start playing? And, and sometimes like it's a, you know, it's obviously a, a bittersweet thing to get a, a, a bigger audience because like, you know, yes, we got more, you got more, you find games easier, more people playing the same level, but also when you get a bigger uh, a bigger fan base and you get more toxicity and you get more complaining and you get more mm-hmm. everybody's gonna be happy so but i and i and i'm and i'm doing this is kind of something we've been talking about on the side bill but like i think the game should go free, free to play mm. like, i know you you've mentioned that uh i mentioned it but where's mentioned the monetization it. where yeah, where are they they gotta they make money go. i mean look at what happened to company yeah. heroes not enough downloads not enough yeah. interest and then relic Fires right. a third of their staff. I mean, how do any? It's going. I know it's going to go against the whole art in. If you say battle uh, pass, so help me. Listen, yeah, <laughs> I will. Listen, don't leave me, Bill. Don't leave me. Don't leave me. Listen, listen, boys. Listen, battle pass. <laughs> I, I, I am not the biggest fan of the free-to-play monetization battle pass market like me personally you know i come from the same generation you guys come from 
the most part. You know, it's this well, is something you say yeah. and then follow with a but. But <laughs> battle pass. <laughs> well, listen, no offense, listen, sir, boys, but listen, boys. The games we are in a different. I think the reason why RTS does not a hundred percent prevail. And I'm not talking about just AOE, StarCraft, because like, you got to think about it. I mean, we're arguing amongst these RTS games where all of them are getting just trumped, just getting stomped out by, you know, the RT, the first MOBAs, 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 and, and, um, oh my God, I can't think of the, the freaking landing, uh, Royale, Royale games. Like, mm. those games are destroying RTS. RTS doesn't even chart compared to those games. I mean, that's a new and, game mode, and, too, and, as of like, that's a really, I mean, maybe if yeah, you're, if you're, if you're yeah, a kid listening to this, it's not going to oh sound like God, a new game yeah. mode, but for all of us who are like in our oh, yeah. 20s, 30s, like, Battle <laughs> Royale, like, around, I think I remember when Fortnite came around, like 2018, that was like a whole, I mean, that was. I mean, I'm sure it's the idea has been good around maybe for a little longer, but that was a, a novel way to play a game. Anyway, sorry, go yeah. ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 but yeah, Battle Royale wasn't uh like it didn't like it's got really popular with Fortnite. Like it was before Fortnite too. PUBG, but, yeah. PUBG, PUBG, and then uh, another one. Oh my Dave's god. Dave's mod. There was Dave's some sort of Dave's there you go. Yep. A bunch of them. Like yep. Yeah. It was another game. Yeah. Which like those those are like the trial games, and then Fortnite just completely Fortnite made. I can't believe pass. so. As like as a as the resident boomer here, um, <laughs> <laughs> Epic was developing a a sequel to Unreal Tournament Dude. right around the time that Fortnite got popular. That would have been the way to go. Rapid. Yeah, it was. They're making, they're making hand over fist money. Okay, listen to this. This idea yeah. right here, boys. This idea. This okay. The reason why, because Battle Pass is Battle Royale has been around for a while, but Battle Pass didn't really get. Fortnite set the standard for battle passes. I mean, any battle pass, everybody's good as Fortnite. Like, if people want to put money in my, I mean, my little brother will literally... Their ability to collaborate is just insane. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's insane. I believe because it's still in beta, so they can, like... I think mean, Fortnite is still technically in beta. It's I been, like, eight wrong. years. <laughs> yeah, I know, but they had that power. That's how you get some good collaboration. It's yeah. something business marketing. I'm not going to talk on it because I'm not an expert. But listen, all right. This sometimes this is what I mean, is that... RTS. Listen, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Just give me a second. Just give me a second here. Battle pass. (laughs) Battle pass. Okay, listen. Where's my? Where's my hand? Where's where's my? Where's my? uh, Okay, I've got thirty seconds. Okay, I get it, man. Don't leave us, man. I understand if you do, though. Okay, dude, listen right here, man. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I beat this guy. If, we got, got, if I'm out here next week, I understand. Okay, and I'm really sad, but I understand. Listen, boys, listen. Okay. We, we live in a very bite-sized, like, bite-sized reality you know what i mean like our reality is you know like everyone with the tiktok genre everybody's attention span is way vastly different and of course me you sock you know like we we all we like the rank grind we like we all the biggest motivation in this game right now is just reaching the top the highest rank you reach not some of us don't even care about the you know, the flashy things that we, the, the monuments, we don't even care about that. We just want to, that conquer is what trumps everything. But that is, does not appease to the casual audience. People need a reason to stay. You want people to stay. You can have surges. You can have a big spike in players that just eventually, if you look at the charts, it just roller coasters down. Are you going to suggest daily login bonuses? 
No, no. What okay. I suggest is what I suggest is is that you need you okay, for example, let's say season six comes out and they're like they're like, hey, um, you know, we're gonna do it to where we got two new series we're introducing, and we also have a you don't gotta call it battle pass, you call it, I don't know, some medieval theme. And basically how it works is that you can either pay the money, you can pay for the battle pass, get the free maps. No, get the master battle pass, and then boom, you're set. Or if you don't want to spend the money, okay. then you could you could you could just you could just grind your way up to new to new free sets. And and obviously, everything with the game is going to be cosmetic, which I know historically accuracy. Okay. Well, you just said getting the maps with the battle pass. Getting oh, my fault. My fault. Excuse, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Like, like, wait a minute. Not maps. Not maps. Maps. maps are included. Civilization. Okay. Excuse me. That's okay, my okay. brain How fart. How is that? Yeah, pass? sorry. Brain fart. So, yeah, basically, you introduce a battle pass, maybe make it like 100 tiers like usual, or have you make it 50 tiers, whatever. At the end of it, you can get the civilizations for free if you grind it out. Because every battle pass has two tiers. There's like a silver one that like you can pay for free, and there's one that you pay for to get you like all the real cool stuff. And, you know, basically, the market will be, Okay, like you know, if you pay for the battle pass, you get the civilization, and you also get the uh, you know, you get the opportunity to unlock the real cool stuff. You know, you get landmark variations, you get uh, I don't know about units because that's kind of like a little it's different, really but tricky, get, unless it's for yourself yeah, only units, and not for everyone else to yeah, see. Yeah, like so, I don't think units be thing, but like you can do special landmark um cosmetic designs you can do like building like you can do like your, your stables have different like, different building designs and obviously that's something for them to figure out something that just makes you want to keep playing the game for the more casual audience if you want if you don't want to include it in rank play that's fine but like i guess things like things like being able to change like the color of the berries to something like instead of like the raspberries it'd be like blueberries instead or like actually exactly. some things like that just some because you guys gotta realize that like, look how big of a fall off it happens like once a new season's introduced or even a pup, the fall off on the player base is huge. Everybody just worry about that now. And yes, new civilizations are amazing. Like the new civs are going to obviously, especially including somebody that people have wanted Japan or Viking civilization. Of course, of course, people are going to want to chime in and play that. But like it's going to keep their attention. You know, there's been plenty of games that a lot of games have huge take off huge spikes and they just fall off after a while because people have no reason to still log back in like for us we log in every day i mean we obviously we're in, we're we're you know you guys are rts purists you guys understand rts it's about the grind getting better learning but a lot like me if i tell my little brother hey dude hop on you know my 19 year old brother to hop on rage empire he's like why and I'm like, and I'm like, oh, because you can hit con. He's like, uh, like what? It's fun. Yeah, it's of course, of course, I'm gonna say that. But a it's rewarding game. Yeah. Of course, but like, I think that RCS in general is just a hard sell. Yeah, like, I've noticed new generation, that. It's a very hard sell. Like you can't. I, I, I somehow convinced my brother to play this game with me, which is insane. He's very rocky. All my friends in reality. I had one friend that I convinced to play the game. He hopped on with us. He plays in English at first. Crazy matter right here. At first, he first started this game. Oh, Neville's. You still there, Neville's? Oh, am I here? Hello? You're cutting out a little bit for me. I don't know if Beal was... Oh, no. I got him. I got him. We good? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. Internet's a little shaky right now. We're I apologize. Good, <laughs> but, like, uh, I, I, I'm going to real quick. My, so, I got a buddy of mine. He hopped on Age Empire. He was loving it at first. This guy, is, this guy plays Warzone, Call of Duty. 
he was loving. He's like, he loves the, he loves history. He's like, this is amazing. Oh my gosh. Oh, and he, and I looked at it. I clicked over him. We're playing against bots. Clicked over him, and his base was beautiful. And I was like, oh wait a minute, he might not know what kind of game this is. <laughs> and he got it so great. And then moments later, they he got raided. They showed everything, and he was like, I this I knew this wasn't the type of game he knew he was trying to play. He asked him midway through because his kid started crying. He was like, hey dude, how do I save this? And oh, I was like, no. ooh, I was like. Ooh. Man, I just do into in, uh, Civilization Six. <laughs> exactly. Like a feature like, in Age of Empires Two that have been in four. I, I exactly. Yeah, yeah, true. You're right. You're right. But like punch you make it bad, like, out of a multiplayer and two. Which is great. Which is great. Like, I mean, in maybe that may come on down the line. I don't know why that is not a feature in four. Yeah, that's There's a lot. I, I guess I guess with like random matchmaking, it makes sense with like random matchmaking, but if you're like in a Cost, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, yeah, a custom game. A custom multiplayer game. Yeah. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I mean, I, I still don't, I still have no idea why there's not even leaderboards in the game. That's, been, that's been around since before I was born. I mean, saving right. it. I mean, come on. Like, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. Easy you're right. Mm-hmm. A lot of things in the game has improved 100%. Mm-hmm. But like, I just want to know, my question is to ask you guys, like, how do you, like, I mean, my, my way is free to play, you know, but mm-hmm. you guys might have a better suggestion of how do you, sure. how do you get people to stay? So here's it. I got I yeah. got something on this. If you, uh, I'll, I'll right, go first, okay. and I'll let Bill go. Um, I shout out to American Jeremy, uh, my brother-in-law. I have gotten him hooked. He actually, I, I joked. Uh, he sent me a thing that he had a dream. He's been playing this game a lot. He really, I stream, and so he's been hopping in the streams, and he's like, man, this looks like a lot of fun. And he's the kind of guy who I think would just enjoy this kind of game, anyways. He's been getting better. He can now beat. Uh, he, I think he started out in like silver. He's like working his way up. He's tra- he's like genuinely trying to learn and get better at the game, and I think he is improving quite a bit. He is like, look, and he had the dream. I joke that he had the noodle dream. Like he like dreamt of RTS and was like, I dreamed about it, dude. But I sent him a gift literally of like that Kung Fu Panda, like the duck dad being like, yeah, you had the noodle dream. Like broth runs in your veins. It's like, good for you. Like you had it. You had the RTS dream. Like, and it's, it's like really, I was thinking about it. What got him hooked? I can't get my older brother to get into. My older brother wants to play an old Warhammer with me, but I can't get him into Age of Empires. He just didn't, I don't, it's just too hard for him. The skill is so high. Um, yeah. I do have, I think, there is a, a suggestion. I was testing it out. The new Empire Wars version of this game. Kind of mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. I, was, I tried it out, and uh, for anyone who hasn't done it yet, I, I just did a quick skirmish just against a hard uh, AI. I played as French. I made the AI Chinese, because I actually had I my extra sheep today, so I had to match up like that, and it was awful, and I'm really upset by it. But anyways, um logged in and it was really cool because you start off and you, you're still in the dark age doesn't start you in h2 you still have the choice of your landmark um it already had a bunch of vills on the gold uh on the wood a bunch of houses built by my wood line um I, i'd love to try with every single sieve and see kind of how the builds focus but it set me up for a pretty quick i, I was able to get wheelbarrow and age up within two minutes which i have no idea if that's good if that's bad i, I just i didn't know i was like i don't know what i'm doing just doping around, but uh, it got me kind of into the game a pretty quick. And I, and I, I felt like after a couple minutes, it was just Age of Empires again. It just it didn't feel any different, but it got me going like an extra five minutes faster. So mm-hmm. I don't know. And it started me with two scouts, which I really enjoyed. Um, I just love the two scout build. Uh, so I was really mm-hmm. happy that I had two to begin with. And it, actually, one thing that was my favorite part about this was it already had villagers in my queue my town center mm-hmm. wow okay that's pretty dope so maybe maybe introducing people into that mode to start i don't know it, it feels wrong because like i feel like i enjoy it but i already know how to play the game as it 
was originally designed to be played. I don't know. Maybe there's a world where that can help draw people in, but there's not exactly yeah. a ton of like for sure. Um, I, I, I can't that, believe yeah. they haven't put more support behind Empire Wars. I've heard like nothing about is, it, but yeah, like uh, genuinely, like if you want faster AOE four games, go for that. Um, I mean, I do like Dark Age play. I do like the scouting uh-huh. and the picking up the sheep or fighting off the roost in that mini game. Oh, I yeah. do like you still kind of have to do play. that though. You still kind of have to do that a little bit, I think, because the roost. I don't okay. know. I don't know what the roost's build is, but you're you're starting off in the dark age, and I you don't quite have enough resources when you start to just age up. So there is a minute Funny. or two where you can kind of like it gives you like a minute before you start aging. Or maybe I just mm. clicked some things and didn't do it right. But I kind of I, I <laughs> yeah. clicked up. I thought I was in feudal when I started, and I was like, oh, I'm not in feudal age yet. It's so, funny because yeah. uh, I remember when Empire Wars came out for AOE 2 and you would start in feudal because um, hmm. the game is not as good as AOE 4. And like landmarks are the reason why I play AOE 4. The yeah, ability to choose between landmarks as you age up yeah. uh, is such, such a good design choice. Um, and I love how as we as they continue to patch um there are less obvious choices for which landmark to take. I've had fun with Abbey of Kings, honestly. Mm. In an English mirror, going Abbey of Kings is so fun because you can bully those longbows coming out of their council hall with a king immediately. Uh, But there were Empire Wars maps in AoE 2 that had like neutral markets that if you had units near they would become your market and get passive gold income. Hmm. Like they started experimenting with different sort of maps uh, with their empire wars. I don't think it really took off because AOE two players are just like, no, Rigid. we're playing random map <laughs> Arabia. <laughs> like that's it's how so it's going to go. Dude, dry Arabia is the best thing ever. I'm like, I just, that's ah, dull. That's it. I don't, it's too rote. I, I mean, I love Dry Arabia. I, I that do is, too, but like, when that's, I, I it, is, it is the like, so if you want to talk about games that people are still playing, it's the Super Smash Brother Melee Final Destiny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, you yep. know what's crazy? That's a great way to compare AoE 2 and 4. Like, Melee yeah. is AoE 2. Melee versus Ultimate. And like, yeah. Ultimate is like 4. And like, yep. but Ultimate's obviously better. But Dude, Ultimate's not, so it, much better. <laughs> Melee, so I, much I, better. I, here's a fun, fun, fun story. My best friend, Reese, uh, he's not going to be listening to this podcast. Uh, I wish he would. That'd be kind of fun. He's not an AOE guy. Shout but out. Shout out to Reese, Reese, man. He's a cool guy. <laughs> Coolest guy I know. Uh, go back to high school, man. Uh, he was a melee guy. I, I remember when Brawl was a big thing. Uh, actually, I, I grew up on Brawl, but I remember when Ultimate came out. I was all in on Ultimate. And he was like, man, I never liked Brawl. I only like melee. I'm a melee guy. I've got my like N64 still at home. Melee, 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 melee. I finally had him over one day. And we were, I was like, come on, just take it. I was like, here's the thing. You don't need to use the Wii controller. We got an actual pro controller for the Switch. Take it. You'll love it. I uh, gave him that and I took the switch, the joy cons and said, he loved it. He's like, oh man, this moves so much faster. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I yeah. know, right? This is so much quicker. Cause if you look at the well, melee, it just feels be fair, so brawl sucked. Brawl, uh, brawl, brawl, yeah, brawl, yeah, brawl was pretty raw. I think brawl's like the worst but, one. I think brawl. Uh, so I grew up on brawl. So I, grew so up I, on I have a soft spot, but <laughs> no, I get it. I understand. Four was my, oh yeah, it's a classic. 
was my thing. The ultimate anyway, is so good. Ultimate yeah, is yeah, by yeah, and, yeah, by yeah, and yeah. far superior to any of them. It is the best. It's got the best character pool. It, it's just way too much fun. Got all the characters. All, got the, all the characters. characters. I mean, who wouldn't yeah. want that, right? Yeah. It's got Steve listen, from uh, Minecraft, will, man. You'll see me being extra toxic if that's why he's talking about. Dude, I, haven't, I haven't played that game in forever. I just wish Nintendo, this is a side gripe. I wish Nintendo had better yeah. online matchmaking and online better online oh, everything. Yep. Like Worst, that is such for how good that company is, man. That is such a huge failing of them. Like online play is garbage. Are they a good company? I mean, they make a game for, for, for how good, good their company. games have been historically. I mean, exactly. they, they, they yeah, feel a niche. Right, yeah. They feel a niche. I'm not saying they're. Yeah. Are they morally no, I, good? I don't know. It's but, weird. But, it's, it's funny. Like I have a PC, and then like instead of having a PlayStation or Xboxes, all those games eventually come to a PC. Come to PC. Yep. Oh, but yeah, then you yeah, need yeah. like the Nintendo console of that generation. I know. They, they are like, <laughs> of all, everyone complains about Sony exclusives, but come on, guys. Nintendo has by and a large are, takes the cake on that. Yeah, they're oh, not exclusive. Yeah. PC. Like I was playing through Horizon Zero Dawn. I was. You can't even like stream like, off of it easily. Like I'd love to stream some Twitch. I'd love to be streaming mm-hmm. Tears of the Kingdom right now. But I've got. Yeah, I don't I'll have the money that. to buy a capture card and all, a whole another like, setup just to stream yeah, one yeah, game. Yeah, Dude, Tears of the Kingdom's so hey. good though. So great. Oh, all right. We're bring, bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, bring, bring it back. back. Bring it back. Bring it back. We're talking okay. about monetization. Monetization. Uh, fast. And uh, and listen, I hear you guys are saying about you know Devil's just saying battle pass to lo- <laughs> unlock some <laughs> cosmetics and yeah. then the new sieves in whatever season it is. Yeah, obviously you can't do it. always make, end it off on new sieves. Whatever the whatever they want to make it. I want a good DLC world. for this game. I want a paid DLC yeah. that is phenomenal. So yeah, I'm coming around to the slightly on the battle pass idea i'm coming around slightly because my my thing my thing was going to be my thing was going to be no the you pay for the game you pay for the expansions as they come out Mm -hmm. yeah like 40 bucks for the game 10 bucks for the expansion 20 for the expansion it's it's 60 for the game 20 for the the expansions nowadays with inflation but but yeah yeah right right but uh but like that's the model like you release yeah. an expansion like maybe once or twice a year, uh-huh. and that's got the new sieves. Um, no new maps. Maps go to the free. Yeah. Go to whoever owns it. But then I'm thinking, wait, with a battle pass, that ten dollar expansion. Why not make yeah. that a payable? Like, if you pay ten bucks, you just unlock everything in the battle pass. And so, if you want to yeah. play free you can earn it but if you pay 10 bucks like there's no reason to not have a free tract um for unlocking things i feel yeah. like i feel like the best way to go is you know pay for the game pay for the expansions but if you don't want to pay for the expansions there have should a be a way reward to... playing reward by playing the game really a lot yeah yeah um yeah. so i you know, I'll back off of the battle pass if there is an option. If they do it right, if they do it right, not to boost a battle pass, but to just mm-hmm. unlock everything. I absolve um, you, my well, son, Sir Neville's. I absolve yeah. you of all your sins. <laughs> <laughs> well, Bill, I'm I fine. Kinda, yeah, I kinda yeah, agree yeah. That. If you, I kind of agree with that. Battle pass, and then just say ten bucks, unlock everything. But if you don't pay it, you can you can earn. Yeah, pretty much. There you go. Like that. The mean, biggest thing. The biggest thing, honestly. So this week I've gone back and I've started playing through most of the campaigns for AOE four. I've had a good time with, uh, with the Roos campaign now. 
That's I didn't I, really like the English one. Moving to the Roos was like, okay, the map design is getting better. Mm-hmm. But honestly, create some sort of co-op campaign oh, yes. and like so a co-op mode mm-hmm. where you can Dude, even have like a so free- easy. So I am capitulating again, like have a free-to-play co-op mode for whatever it is, like the Ottomans or Malians, like that score, um, mm-hmm. Art of War, the that score game. If you could design maps that are co-op where you try to get the highest score, but Sorry. if you so don't own the game, you can play the co-op mode with someone who does. Who does. Yeah, that would get yeah. people into mm-hmm. the game. That, get that'd in be there. great. Get, yeah. Mm, because see. that is like that is a barrier to entry. There, when it comes to RTS, there are multiple barriers to entry. There's the cost, like upfront cost. Like, do you want to mm-hmm. pay forty bucks on a game in a genre that you're not familiar? You're gonna with? play Battle Bit Remastered, or you're gonna play an RTS game that right, costs sixty dude, bucks? That, I just bought that. That, that looks really good. It looks really, really fun. good. Yeah, <laughs> be honest. Uh, but but I hear you saying, Bill. Do you do you want to pay the forty bucks up front to mm-hmm. participate in a genre that is historically one of the hardest genres around? Five degree, very entry is insane. And that's so, what I say. Yeah, lower like the skill floor with some co op modes, and then sort of feed those co op players like, hey. Do you want to play some one v ones? Do you want to get in? Yeah, I gave you a little hit. Do you then, want more? Yeah. You want to do some like random maps? Uh, co-op honestly is also a good suggestion in general. No, Just co-op campaigns. If they yeah. released a couple of co-op campaigns, if they so thinking about this now, they get the Byzantines in. They get the mm. Eastern Roman Empire. There was. I don't know if any of you played Perfect Dark for the N64. Played it for they the had single player. They had co-op. They had a mode called Counter Op, and some. where like Counter Op was, you would take control of the little random enemies and try to stop your friend from completing the objectives in a level. Mm. But if they did a Byzantines versus Ottomans. Like, uh, like a simulation campaign where that was like a free, so you can do co op maps or you can do this Byzantine versus Ottomans uh, counter op campaign where you and your free to play friend can do these maps against each other. That, I'm weird there. campaign. That reminds that me of some thoughts. I've got that gives me some thoughts actually to some of my one of my favorite games ever of all time was uh 2005 uh the Star Wars Battlefront 2. And mm-hmm. there was a mode on there where it was called the, the Galactic, Galactic Conquest. Domination. That yeah, game mode has been missing in every game since, and it was the funnest thing because it was like a board game. You basically have all the planets and you can build different fleets. Like you can build one fleet, and then you, if you get credits for winning battles, you can build another fleet and you'd go around jumping planet to planet or doing space battles if you collided with another. Uh, another fleet and it was basically they would, it would go from like you'd be like playing a big macro board game then it would dive in i'm thinking you guys know how like company heroes yep. kind of had that uh italian kind of campaign years war if you did the hundred years war galactic conquest i think oh, wow. here, here's, here's a thought this is like the next i was just gonna my, my, i was gonna ask you guys what what you would hope to see 
different in an Age Empires 5 and what it would take for us to move to a new RTS game. I don't um, want them to make Age of Empires 5 anything not, either. Not yet. Yeah, either. not yeah. not not soon. That would kill this game. No, either. they've got such a good they've got such a good foundation here. Yeah. But imagine if they Super had a good. huge patch. I'm talking like a huge patch that was like uh like kind of like with Company Heroes how they have like that Italian campaign where it's kind of a macro game and then you dive into the actual uh RTS game part of it. But imagine you do that for like like you said like 100 years war but it was like a co-op like a 2v2 you can play a longer game that puts you into small skirmishes and then you go back to the big yeah, map and you can choose where your armies go you could have like like campaign maps where there's no production buildings it's just your units Genius. and you could have micro battles and then you fall back mm. and like there's bigger battles where you do it does play like a normal aoe 4 game yeah, there's so C1. many ideas. I, I feel like that's probably the future of these kind of and games, it's funny, right? This, this falls back onto custom campaigns, custom maps for AOE4. Yeah. I listen. Because people I, could make these. I hear you guys saying, see, the thing about it is like we do want developers to put this much support into the game, but the support is never going to be that significant if the players aren't there. And and, right. and and you need like as much like I said like we even ourselves as AOE four players like one thing I was about the RTS community it's a very gatekeepy community like we don't like we don't want to keep the riffraff out and I get it I get it like we're like you know like you know let's just keep well, you know what we've been doing we, it's been a system we've enjoyed for so long why you know change it now but think about it is, is that AOE in general RTS in general is becoming dated it's just dated you know yes it's pure it's you know gaming at its purest form at that moment but you know if you the future is like you know the new up-and-coming gamers young kids and like they don't see any appeal to the game because it really doesn't appeal to them like there's nothing that like you know there are like, some that do like it's crazy like there are oh, yeah the people are like oh of course like young of kids. course it's like, it's amazing like, to see like I agree. Also, yeah, I mean, both both you and Socrates like just seeing a stream of AOE four. I mean, like holy holy yeah. crap! This game. Oh yeah, looks game. amazing. Yeah, yeah. It does. You have you have your anomalies. Like you have your anomalies and everything. Of course, like you got like we got guys on Discord who are like you know in college who are enjoying this game and where the case might be. There's. You know, chess, you know, in general, like, you know, like people enjoy a challenge and people enjoy, you know, these types of games. They have a market. But if you want to get them to the point where, you know, we really are like moving the needle, then you have to evolve in some type of way, you know, and, and we live in like it's a very visually stimulated gaming community we live in you know like i mean why is fortnite so huge because of all the skins and all the dance moves i'm not saying have a night you know doing <laughs> the gritty, but i'm just saying like <laughs> i'm just saying no, that listen you don't even say that you win a game and the night gets off his horse he's like hey what's up you know throwing drake on or something like you know it's like no no one's saying all that but at some point in time you have to find a way to break through because aoe is going to always have his dedicated community same thing with two or four, but like to get more eyes and like, but the game will never really make leaps and bounds of evolution without there being motivation from developers, you know, promoters, like at the end of the day, everybody just sees green. 
I mean, this you feels know, kind of like a, a chicken egg kind of thing to me, you know? Like, yeah, I mean, you gotta have is, the players yeah. to, to enjoy the game, but you gotta have a good game to get the players. Exactly. And not that yeah, Age of Empires is a bad game. I think it's a good game. I think it's yeah. actually in a healthy spot overall. Um, it is. But I mean, look at like BattleBit, yeah. right? Like, we mentioned that a moment ago. That game is basically Roblox slash Minecraft meets like Fallujah in Battlefield. Fallujah, yeah. Gameplay first. It's honestly oh, yeah. what I was saying this entire time. The gameplay is timeless. Mm-hmm. You can put on True. whatever sound design, graphics, whatever you want on top of it. But gameplay is timeless. I mean, even Fortnite isn't is like the most photorealistic, but it's just yeah, goofy but and Fortnite fun. Fortnite is uh, like fun to play. Um, I agree. Like, it's just I said, but like, yeah, we got like, we have to. It has to piece of casualty in some type of way, or there, yeah, or this no, will just be a honestly, honestly, co-op campaigns i think that would do a it. co-op campaign with like where you can load up like okay like a cross between like europa universalis one of those paradox games where you can sort of paint the map but every battle is like an age of empires battle mm-hmm. i think there's a lot of there's a lot of potential there and okay. one of the one of the one of the biggest things that's comforting for the aoe4 community is you take a look at the people who were playing a year ago, like the player base numbers on Steam versus the player base numbers on Steam right now, and it's not dwindling. It's no, pretty still stable. Pretty steadily stable. growing. Yeah, it's stable. And also, is, you think about what other game besides like besides the big games that everybody knows. What niche game continues to have? the same stable player base after a year. You're right. Like it is because I mean, you could say, Oh, call of duty like that goes up and that whatever, but in a, in a niche genre, like RTS. Yeah. How do you, but even games like call of duty don't have a lifespan. Most games lose like 90% of their initial player base after a year. Yeah. And AOE had AOE four is stabilized. Yeah, and we do play. Keep coming back. I agree. Like, like one thing I would say about RTS that is like something they have over, like for for example, FPS, is that like you know people stick with the game for a long time. Like Call of Duty, like there's no, there's not seen Call. It's not, Call of Duty is renewed every single year, pretty yeah. much. Like, French fries. Like, <laughs> nice but like the best gaming experiences I've had, like when you hit that groove in oh, AOE yeah. 4. And you hear that extra shit. You know, like off. you're yeah. <laughs> oh, when you're right. Producing <laughs> villagers when you're producing your military, when you're multitasking around. And everything sort of fades to way fades away, and you're singularly focused on the game. Uh, there's nothing better in gaming than that. I agree. I agree. Listen, it's so funny how you say that. Like, like I compare AOE to like going to the gym. It's like, yeah, yeah like yeah. it really is. It's like going to the gym. You gotta, like, psych yourself up when you go in, you know, and then you gotta get exactly. sweaty as you go. But then that afterwards exactly. afterwards on a good way. Like, 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 I just came out like, of work. I'm tired. Do I want to click right? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Like, think about it like this right here. I mean, when you go to the gym, you know, like, you want the great results. Like, that's what you're working for. But you, but it's that, it's that, 
that period in between that is trash. Like, 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 <laughs> it was like, hey, like, we, we all want to hit platinum, diamond, and con can, like, you know, really be look back on ourselves and see the progress we made every season. We're like, this is amazing. How much better I got the game. And something releases in our body that's amazing. Like, we're like the endorphins. We're like, this is awesome. This is like the, that is the whole selling point of the game. But it's getting to that point. A lot of people just cash out before they even get to like going right, to the gym. It's a high it's like one floor. Exactly. The moment it gets hard. Like, I mean, that, that's why, yeah, you have those co-op okay. campaigns, co-op, yeah. like, PvE, like, big picture galactic conquest mm-hmm. mode. Dude, I miss that mode so much in that game. Bring in, <laughs> bring in a player who's not used to RTS. And slowly yeah. build them up. Like it's huge. The art of war campaigns are amazing. It's oh yeah, I heard. I, I like there's an RTS that's putting out like, okay, here's how you do the meta build for Dark Age economy. Like practice this. This isn't a campaign. This is if you want to do one v one random map matches. You know that we were talking do about. That. We were talking about like how to get more players into the game. Having better tutorials actually would be a big thing. I feel like it doesn't Art always. Art of War is great. Yeah, Art of War is great. If there was, and maybe this goes, this goes into Neville's Battle Pass. But oh. come into the game, get some points for playing the co-op campaigns. Get some points for doing the co-op uh, galactic <laughs> conquest. Hundred Years War. Get the French and English whatever um and then it hits a point where it's like okay if you want the biggest boost to your battle pass you gotta start playing art of war and 1v1 skirmishes yeah i mean that of course all battle pass have challenges you know they got the ways to make it quicker by doing the challenges and stuff but mm-hmm. i don't think that i don't think that will appease the aoe the rts community that heavy because I feel like the biggest and satisfying thing. Because, like, you kind of, I mean, if there was like 10, 15 bucks that you could just buy the expansion, yeah, that would hit both like newcomers and old heads. Like, for me, it's just like, yeah, of course, the expansion came out. I will pay $20 for the expansion. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah. there's no difference buts about that. You you release some Japanese, you can make it a hundred bucks. And I'm you like, can okay, yeah, got me. You can tell it's been a while since we've had the Malians and Ottomans come in, and Malians are still kind of cracked. And I, I kind of hope that gets fixed. They're still frustrating to play against. But the Ottomans, I think, have been such a good addition to this game, uh, like through mm-hmm. and through. I think that's been one. I think that Civ has been just such a breath of fresh air. Really mixing things so up. They're just so play. good. Yeah. They're fun to play. They're not overpowered either, which is like they, they hit that like that sweet spot where they're a good Civ. But they're not broken. Like that's such a hard thing mm-hmm. to do. Like I, I can tell it's been a while though since we've had that to come in because we're. I think. I think. Well, we're kind of I mean, all just thirsting for something like that. With like new unique units for sieves, and so I, like I tried that. to get into Delhi this season. How's that going? Gosky Raiders are great, but Delhi uh-huh. is. And I'm, I'm gonna quote Askelad here, but he's like, yeah, it's three times the APM. For uh, like 1.2 times the result. Yeah. Like playing <laughs> Delhi is. I heard Delhi is pretty bad. So taxing. Taxing is the right word for it. Yeah. And Delhi what do you guys think of the Lapras? What do you guys think of the Lapras that's floating around out there? <laughs> the Lapras. Uh, that I mean, you know, I mean, Caleb, Surf it back man. to Cerulean City. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think, yeah, like even Caleb had a uh, comment on that last week, like something like that. Like, I mean, that, I think the Lapras and the Cave and the Wild Man are like I haven't just. Seen the, I've only action. seen the Wild Man once. The Lapras. I've, like, I've really only seen the Wild Man. I haven't. I keep in mind, I've had uh, a little side note behind the scenes. I've had internet issues with my HMI friends. I'm playing a lot of skirmish games because I can't really play online right now. It's pretty sad. But tomorrow I'll be back. Let me when we be back and we're back and moving. But anyway, um, yeah. So I kind of think that's something to appease to more of the casual scene, the Lapras and the Wild Man. I've kind of liked I, them. They don't feel overpowered, no, but they're definitely kind of fun. They're not overpowered. They add like a different objective. We were talking about relic games in the past. Um, like Dawn of War is uh-huh. about controlling like certain points on the map to get additional resources, mm-hmm. and you can see that in AOE four with the sacred sites. And that the was relic too. Yeah, like, yeah, we know what. To do. I mean, relics were from AOE two, and mm. and one as well um, as things to get on the map. But the sacred sites are, great. I think, great edition, a relic thing, and they are, they are a great edition. I almost wish. Here's something. Here, this is uh, this is probably not the right idea, but I almost wish that y- y- more units could capture the sacred sites. Like, why does a monk have to be there to capture that? Like. Like because the investment, the investment yeah, to make them, yeah, bump. yeah, I guess that's fair. And that's why Delhi is a hard sieve to balance for. And they like took away the feudal bonus from how much gold they got from the sacred sites mm-hmm. with the scholars. Um, but yeah, no, it, it works as as a great third victory condition. I mean, I think it's really good. I, okay, I, I got a quick question. Quick, I got a, not a hot take, but a question. It's my me trying to be pre- predicting. Okay, you know, I don't know if you guys realize. Do you think that how important do you guys consider historical accuracy? Like, um, where do you guys draw the line at with that? Like ten percent game yeah, balance. Game game balance is, is always going to be king. I think for the campaigns, okay. you can tweak things to be more historically accurate right. but for skirmish and online so i mean playing through the campaigns it's also wild because there's like, the armory building castle age it's so different is only for melee defense and offense yeah there's a wild. separate armory building yeah it's it's weird mm-hmm. to play through that campaign's very different right. the reason why i asked that because i like i said i keep i keep like i'm sub to both scenes like do you, do you know they introduced like a Minecraft collaboration to AOE too? What? Like, oh yeah, like, yeah. My my, my wife mentioned this in like one of the extra sheep things. Like there's a like you can like in, in Minecraft you can like wool one of your sheep to change the color of the collar or something like that. Or it's something silly. Yeah, yeah. It's like a collaboration. Like I feel oh, like right. They're both owned from Microsoft. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I feel like they they might want to start implementing some of their IPs into Age of Empires. How do you guys feel about that? I don't I like don't, that. I don't, I, don't, I don't like it either. Don't make, mm-hmm. don't like, make this game Fortnite. Come on. So, you say Battle Pass, and a lot of that is contingent on the fact that... You're right. That's my I biggest don't want to see your skins. I don't want to see your skins. Okay. Maybe something for a landmark. Maybe the whatever you have in the town center. But if there are skins for military units, it's already there's I already so many unique units now it. that are all different. That'd be like it's tough. Okay, but see, the thing about that is, if your enemy can't see your skins, then why would even will be the motivation to grind for them? I mean, you get to see them, I guess. 
You get to and, see and it. Maybe, don't, maybe don't the can see it. The caster who was watching the video can see it. Sure. Yeah, in caster mode. So like, so yeah. so what if they uh so skins are available for you to see in caster mode? So you would think that like. To, if you accept it more if it had an option for you to turn it off. Give people the option always. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think. I think. I think we should work. And you can default opt in um, that you have to go to the menu yeah. to hit opt out. Yeah, it'd be fun that's to have fun. a wider yeah, range yeah, of colors fun. too, like more colors and stuff to pick for your sims. Obviously, when they added the extra colors, I remember. Remember, it was just like red and blue, and like that was like it. Like yeah, you didn't couldn't choose your the, not having the color for oh, yeah, yeah, some reason right. forever too. Yeah, that that, crazy. that's funny. Yeah, I didn't come back to AOE four until after, after the, the color, color picker. picker. I mean that that's like yeah, that was that's, that was a no brainer. Wild right? to think that wasn't there at the start. No brainer. Oh, maybe maybe, maybe like maybe like more unique party. colors. Yeah, like, I want to be careful to have like like don't more. make me think about release date AOE four. Oh, release date AOE four is bad. Like I didn't realize how bad it was. Until I'm looking at it now, because like I said, as a new RTS player, I didn't realize that it was stuff as bad. I I'm used like, to joke, like, awesome. AOE, AOE 4 uh, made me realize how much I loved AOE 2. Like, yeah, I yeah. bought AOE 4, played it for a couple of weeks, and was like, wait a minute. I'm glad I missed I the launch. AOE I'm too. glad I, when, I, when the game launched, I didn't have the money for it, like I mentioned a couple episodes ago. And so I went for mm-hmm. two for a little, I, I bought two on sale for a little while. And I'm really glad I did that and then came over to AOE for after a couple months. Like after, most of that first season, I kind of missed. Really glad I did. Right. I missed, really? yeah, yeah. Season zero was when I was, yeah, I yeah. played on launch. Yeah, see, I played so broken. In, de- in December, which nothing, no updates came out. I started playing in early December and I never dropped it pretty much the whole time. Mm-hmm. So like, I, one thing I will say is that AOE 4 actually was like the biggest like it, it, the numbers, like when the game first came out, it had like 70,000 views on Twitch. Like the numbers were insane. Look it up now. The game peaked at like 70,000 players, concurrent players, which is insane. So the drop off was very badly. But one thing but I had to say, of course, I mean, it is like, like all games, Empires, it's like a PC it's a, standby. Uh, IP oh, yeah, yeah of course. If they're going to release a new Age of Empires. There's so yeah, many that, people are going to pick that up just off of name alone. Exactly. And the thing about it is that, like, I feel like now, though, people still think they're still in that same phase. Right. Like, that's an answer to another problem that's plaguing the community. Because when I came I, back, when I came back, it was so much better. And it's gotten I way remember, better since then. Yeah. It's coming back now. in. It was like mid-season two when I came yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, like, and, and, and just realizing, like, oh... Oh, we got a game going now. Oh, yeah. A new camera angle? Yeah. <laughs> a lot of stuff has changed, man. I, I told you, like, that's the thing I realized. Like, that's where, like, because I know we kind of, like, you know, for freestyling the day, we're all talking about, like, yeah, that's what I kind of realized, like, kind of a gatekeeping thing of, like, the community. It's like, this game has a lot of potential, and we see how we have a whole discussion for hours about what the game could do differently, what can do better, like, Honestly, the they perfect. should. They should when they when and if they release more civs, they should market the crap out of this game, and oh, yeah. just kind of get the word out that the game is in a much different place. Because I think that's kind of half of it, right? Marketing is so much to that. But they should oh really yeah, they need to market, and and that's a big yeah. Problem, I mean, though. it's hard. It's just like I will never forgive them for releasing this. Yeah, it's such it's a it. bad state because that cloud hangs over AOE four. But you know yeah. what's crazy though? Like, yeah, it's, it's not. It's not gamers do forgive. Like, like I realize RTS might be a little bit more, a little bit more harsh. They may, they, I think they're really stuck in the. Well, 
What are the options bit, for RTS yeah. at this point? Yeah, yeah they're it's a little like, bit like StarCraft two or AOE four. Yeah, exactly. But like there RTS? can be only exactly, one. Yeah. But but gamers do forget because believe it or not, it's not the worst game. It's I mean, let's be honest. Like No Man's Sky is that what you're gonna bring up? No Man's Sky for sure, but even worse. Cyberpunk 2077. There has never been a game released. It was so bad. It took it off the of the PlayStation Store. Yeah, and I think, I think it, it, it hit around the pandemic, too. So everyone was sitting yeah, at home. And it I think, was. Oh, that was all, bad. I bought it on two consoles. I was like, I was so excited for that game because this is before I even heard Age of Empire. This and the reason I'm bringing this point up is saying that there's don't give up thinking that because the game released bad and they can't turn it around because Cyberpunk 2077, I played it both games on each. Uh, PlayStation 4, it was this before the 5 and released. Well, no, the 5 was out, but there wasn't on a 5. There was no Cyberpunk on 5. But PS4, game was unplayable completely. Mm-hmm. PC, game was, I'm sorry, PS4, ugly unplayable. PS, PC, my PC wasn't as strong as it was, but it had so many game breaking glitches. The game was universally known for being broken. Now the game has. Been hundred percent rejuvenized. Like they came out with an anime that got more players sparked into it, and now as a DLC coming out in, in September, everyone's hyped for it. Like, like right. you would you you would think this game never released completely. Side broke. conversation. Side conversation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Age of Empires anime. What <laughs> historical battle? Oh, the battle sure, Agincourt. We'll revolve around Agincourt. Battle Agincourt. Okay. Most definitely. Make I make an anime for it and name it Agent Empire, Battle Agent Court. Make it like yeah. give it a nice back. <laughs> Boom. Hey, honestly, you're so, it's funny you say it like joking. I guarantee no, that, would yeah, that, would that would bring that people in. That would bring people in. Yeah. You make a you make a I'm this, laughing because it's true. It literally like if 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 Relic went in there, it was like, hey, somebody went to board meeting was like, crazy proposal. <laughs> Let's make an anime off of Battle Agent Court. And they made it dope and actually produced behind it. It sounds great, but literally, they will get something on player base. They got to get it more out. They, they said soccer team. There Every needs to be more there. casual modes in AOE yeah. 4. There needs yeah. to be that. Honestly, like soccer team was saying, the Galactic Conquest, there needs to be that where you can log in with, with your friend. Um, It'd be so and just cool. play casually having like, like a, ha- making it like a like adding PVE. that element of like us like op pve is adding some like yeah. big time like turn-based strategy to the rts would make it so much more because then you're flipping back and forth you've got the macro and micro on a bigger scale something like that would be just like i mean i, I, I that's like a dream i, I love the idea of like yeah. taking like those civ games where you have got like this is my biggest problem with civilizations uh like civ, the civ 6 games like for instance uh, i like civilization I just feel like the military combat in that game sucks. Oh, like I just yeah. don't oh, yeah. like it. I love the city building aspect of it. I hate the military combat. It just it's so game breaking and the way everything gets all like uh, anachronistic. I hate it. I can't stand it. I mean, not my favorite. A, really good, a good comparison too is uh, a game called Crusader Kings. I don't know if you heard. Yeah, of that. I have heard of that. I have heard of Crusader that one, Kings yeah. Three is pretty much AOE. Like I mean, they got different time periods, but it's like almost AOE. Two yeah, and four, it's just yeah. straight up diplomacy. Like there is yeah. no like. I mean, there's war, but like, there's no gameplay combat whatsoever. It, like a, a perfect game would have both, and I don't feel like there's yeah, really exactly. a game that exists that has it. Because I, I want the con, I want to be able to have like the fun diplomacy aspect of a game, and then I want when things go south, I want to be able to control my troops and play Age Empires. Like that's yeah. what I, that would be so next level to see a game like that, and that 
And I was going to kind of ask you guys, and I kind of meant, I wanted to touch on this a little bit more. Like, like what would we, I mean, this is obviously, let's say it's five years down the road, maybe more, mm-hmm. maybe less, who knows. They're finally looking at making Age of Empires 5. What would we need that, what would it need to look like to be the next generation of Age of Empires? Well, I mean, I think you kind of hit it. Up. There's so many things that go into that. Because oh, Age of Empires, what? So what time period are you looking at? Mm. Are we doing medieval again for five? I think we'll have to. I, I think, think you have to. Maybe, maybe, maybe you can extend it a little bit into Extended more, like, no, maybe like a fifth wild. Because every one was like Bronze Greek Age. Yeah. Romans. Um, yeah. Stone Age, Tool Age, uh, Bronze Age, Iron Age were the four ages. Uh-huh. Mm. And then um, AOE 2 has the same ages as AOE 4. Age 3 and then AOE 3 was, yeah, uh, a lot of, like, musketeers Whoa. and ranged attacks. As AOE, for, that'd be kind AOE of fun. Kind of cheating. I'd love to see I that a bit more. I don't think you but... need... So, there was a failed game called Age of Empires Online. Oh, what time period was that? Like, 2011? Oh, yeah. Uh, which I, I to a lot of like free to play because you can get bonuses like oh I'm going to pay money and now my basic infantry do plus three attack Ugh. and that's Ooh, so gross. wildly unbalanced pay to win Ooh. sucks yeah Ooh. Um, that's rough I mean yeah, I remember two if, guys, Age of Empires 5 could go to an Age of AoE online like middle ages sort of thing mm. and maybe AoE 4 transitions to that um okay. Kind of how one did to two. I think they kind of pretty much implemented one. They're trying, they're trying to implement they one. They just did it, yeah. They just yeah, did another, it. Another thing, too. AoE 2 is kind of cheating now. Because, like, why are the Romans in AoE 2? <laughs> like, I just... Like, that. Yeah. that is a big... That's a big gap. Into I mean, the Huns were there. Like, True. Which is weird. Yeah. I, I think that's what AoE 2... AoE 2 would put anything and anyone in there. I'm surprised they don't have, like, a Polynesian civ somehow in there. Like... I'm, I'm, U.S. military of 2023. <laughs> Where's USA in age two? Can't exactly. be the best game. I mean, yeah, like, uh, now we're talking about Civ. Okay, yeah, now we're over the place. Okay, yeah, let me back on track. <laughs> <Civ>. <laughs> <laughs> but all, all I'm saying is, like, I already saying, Bill. Like, uh, but I think if AOE five was to come out, I think it would have to stay around the Middle Ages. Because I mean, I think they tried that with AOE right. three. It is. Probably, it is like it, the the brands. The brand Damn. is now the brand yeah. is now medieval it's swords and shields. Middle, yep. Medieval, yeah, uh, which RTS. is like, but I think AOE five. I mean, I think we had to do some a little bit of what Sargson said. Like, though, the, the I know that's. I can't imagine what an AOE five would be. I think they need to. AOE four is such a good like foundation to build mm. off of. They need to add more single player campaigns. Yeah, they need to add more co op campaigns. Oh yeah. Um. There needs I'm, to be a level where you can bring people into the game. I, I do think like that galactic, I keep, we keep going back to this, but that galactic conquest, like that big board game macro yeah. a little bit. Oh yeah. yeah. That, yeah. that, that, that to me would be That'd AOE be 5, huge. right? Having yeah, like the diplomacy of that, like everyone takes a country, yeah. like everyone takes a civ like in Europe. Maybe they just go for European civs. But you but, like, don't get, need to do that in AOE 5. You could make that as... But it, let's be honest, like it, it wouldn't be, they're not going to make four. that until it comes to it. It would be AOE 5 would have the same running engine as 4 with this game style. Because they're not going to, they're not going to release it in this game. As much as I l- wish they would, 
it would wait until age five. Yeah, that, that, that's, <laughs> Man, that's they like should. Too, I found that's like very ambitious for them now, like especially like seeing the numbers. I mean, if you like, if you look I'm at not it right now, dreaming for a sequel, like a, I'm not either. I, I'm no, not no, either. me neither. Me neither. This, this, this would be like, like five years down the road. This would be like, like five years down the road for sure. Oh, this I think it'd be even longer before we five, five years. Movies. I was gonna say, yeah, like, I don't think like I mean, Alien Four. I hope. I mean, the game's already been out for two years now. Years. It was thirteen years between AOE three and four. It was thirteen. AOE three came out what two thousand seven. 2005, maybe? Like, Age of Empire. That was that's a pretty big gap. That was a pretty big gap. Yeah. I could see, like, a seven-year gap between the games. I could see seven years between them. I think RTS I, is different. I think I'm going to be on this one. RTS is yeah. different. Like, they're, no, they're it's like, the foundation that you build yeah, off of. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you, you go to world, like, it's actually very hard to, like, because now you're spending the community even more. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Like, that's I mean, true, Microsoft has realized, like, yeah. Because, like, you think AOE 4 players, like, yeah, bump this game. Let's go AOE 5. Man, it, AOE 2 be AOE 2. <laughs> so you're telling AOE me that we're all going to be AOE 2, guys. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it, we'll be the exact same. We're going to be just like the guys at AOE 2 in, like, 10 years. Trash AOE 5. Oh, my God. That game's so broken. AOE 5 is horrible. AOE 4 is where it's at. You don't know what it's been like. You don't know what it's like out there. We've been through the dark times. Where we said the games will be way better. We'll still be talking about the game that in its beta phase like, you can't even pick colors so like what like what <laughs> like, you know how long it's been <laughs> but oh, uh i'm telling you like i just think that like i mean i think microsoft has got to just land the bed they made they got to support aoe for it that is that's what they like they they're keeping a consistent base with aoe 2 but just like harris said in this video aoe 2 is just hitting it's pretty much hit its ceiling yeah, I mean, you can, you can you can tell that. I mean, even though the player base is great and it's, it's healthy, there's not really much room for advancement. That's why the latest DLC is Rome. If Ro- we know how huge Rome is, why are you just <laughs> now including it? Like, well, no, it, 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 that is a like a throwback to AOE one. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, but now they got it's AOE a bid rank. for the Vietnamese player base. At this point, um, at this point, AOE two can do nothing but jump the shark. Like it is as good as yeah. it's gonna get. Like they, they are in the renaissance right now. Like right now, AO2 has never been better. And I don't know that it can get any better. But That's I do think age four, I like what Beal kind of says too. Like some of our ideas that we like that I was joking could be in an age five. Like if they did put that in this game, like in a year or two from now, and just like gave us like a platinum edition of age four with like just some way cool new game modes, some more like ways to cool. play this game. Oh, I mean, because they've got they've done some game modes. Like they got the, the AOE Empire four Wars. definitive edition. There we go. There we go. I mean, they've got they've got like they've got the uh, Empire Wars. There's a couple different like scenarios that people have come up with. Uh, but again, the modding for yeah. those making those scenarios is so freaking tough. And I'm not a coder, so I can't make any of these. But if they could just yeah. implement better game ideas themselves to make this fresh, have more ways to play, I think that would draw more people to it, especially if you did repackage it as a diamond edition or something or whatever, you know? You know, you, you know, this right here, us having this conversation, it shows you. Yeah, we just got an AOE 4 just stretch his legs. Just chill out, let it just keep doing his thing because that shows you how much potential are in the game. Like, the game yeah. is... Provided they support it, though. I mean, provided they actually yeah. add more and, skills, and they I do believe, those things. And I believe, the G, I hear that a lot, too, about, oh, well, they, they support it, they support it. As long as AOE 2 is being supported, so will 4 and so will 3. Like, if they, I don't think Microsoft views it as, like, oh, well, AOE 2 makes more money, so let's just worry about this. AOE is, like, an umbrella, and Microsoft is a... Microsoft Xbox is a break off of Microsoft, which is a huge billion dollar corporation. And they want their they want their foot in every single genre. 
You know, like that's why they're huge and attracting the Japanese scene because Xbox don't sell anything in Japan. They want their foot in every single genre. And there is no Age of Empire is their RTS baby. And not even Halo Wars. Like Age of Empire is their RTS baby. Yeah, Halo Wars. And Halo Wars, yeah, it's not really a thing. You know, like I mean, Age of Empire still has tournaments, so the huge fan base. People enjoy the game two, four, three, whatever it is. They still love. There'd be no reason for unless Microsoft closes. Let's they close Xbox. As long as Xbox exists, there will be Age of Empire. Because why would they just leave that scene all together when there really is? I mean, the, and their competitor, what is they're trying to acquire Activision, who owns StarCraft. So they were like, I mean, they're trying to break into. I mean, that's not why, obviously, but like they're trying to break. They want to expand on their RTS foothold rather than just abandon it because it's because Microsoft they can do they can they operate off loss all the time. Like yeah. they have a lot of money. Like I mean, like I mean, they have a like that's the thing about Microsoft and Sony. Like Sony has to be more. Cr- critical with their thinking because they don't have freaking a dark black hole of pocket money they just like which microsoft they want to of course they want to see promise in the future but they they have a lot of money to expend mm-hmm. so like everybody thinking that oh a we four is going to just abandon in the wind like no like when i saw the layoffs for relics it's unfortunate but like that doesn't affect AOE not, at all that was yeah, that, exactly. that, that affects company heroes more than aoe yeah exactly like i mean yeah so like i mean so you know as long as, it, I mean, I kind of view Microsoft, I think Microsoft views Adrian Empire as an umbrella as a whole. They're not, they don't sit there, they don't sit there and be like, well, they don't got like, they don't have these civil war in the boardrooms. Like, well, AOE 2 is better, so we support that more. AOE 4, like, AOE 4 is their future. And I mean, there is, there is an argument to have to be had. I mean, there is, a, I mean, they do have like an infinite uh, war chest, that's true, but they only have so many developers and uh, there is a true. split. I, I'd be curious to see, a split number of how many work hours are being put into each game. I'd hope that H4 is getting a bit more than, I don't think H2 needs much more at this point. So I'd hope that more is going to H4. I mean, you also got to realize too, yeah, now that is a question to bring up. When are the, when are going to be the time windows of these updates? That's true. They're going to get it, but who knows why? Cause you also remember too, there's also an age of a mythology being retold being made. So they got mm-hmm. another Age of Empire game on the release too, that had a fan base. So like they're, they're really are like, is like, really good. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people are big fans of Age of Empires. I play it. Play it too. I mean, it's not, I won't stick with it though because I am more of a middle middle age yeah, type guy. I like same. I, I like the simulation of like you know things that never took place in history. You know, Dude, we need to like we need to like. Uh, I, I said know, idea. like to build minotaurs that just ragdoll spearmen <laughs> across the map. I will see yeah, like, exactly, exactly, <laughs> like, that. That's kind of cool. That's dope. You know, see Thor. I don't know. Is it Thor? Is Thor in Age of Empires? Oh, you should be. That's you, can, uh, you can fall down lightning with one of that, his powers. That's a great. So that's dope. Like that's dope. Kill you know? a random enemy unit. Yeah. We need to get like together and make some YouTube videos of like us playing like some of these weird <laughs> off games. Like we'd like like keep, like buying and like playing uh, like the hey, old Warhammer game. Out. Like trying some of these out. other weird games. If you want to yeah. get a video, nah, you comparing you them play. to AOE four like, and what we 1v1 think. One v one v one. Exactly. Brute war. I do think we should do that channel. sometime. We should do that for uh, Empire Wars, especially. I think at some point we should try that out. We got a YouTube channel. We can start like, uploading gameplay. You know, I'm down. I'm I'm not the busiest guy ever. You know, so I'm dumb. Bill and I over here like, like, I mean, like, I mean, I I, I work. You know, other than that, you know, ready to break up with my girlfriend for Age of Empire. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. You don't understand. Don't understand. She doesn't know. 
You don't know what it's like. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> you like red fairs, yeah. but I like <laughs> exactly. But yeah, you know, so I think kind of like I, I mean, I could probably hit the head on that nail. But yeah, that's kind of my outtake on how I think Mace Mace should maybe be ran in the future. Well, very good. Should we take a quick break, guys, and then maybe uh, we'll do the second half of our well, the second probably quarter of our episode coming up here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sounds good. Do you suffer from your opponent booming with too many villagers that you feel your economy just can't keep up? Do you like a good Feudal Age fight instead of waiting 10 minutes each game to play in Castle Age? Perhaps archers are giving you grief, or you're tired of that long line of traitors. Maybe siege engines are wearing you down. Hello, I'm Professor Lancelot here at the Royal Knight Institute, and I want to tell you about www.morenights.com. We here at morenights.com have worked extensively to fix these very issues and are proud to share the solution. We've worked with experts across the equestrian warfare spectrum to bring you the latest in cavalry solutions. Our approach is quite simple. First, select a stables. Second, spam the W key on your computer. Third, receive your knights in as little as 35 seconds and enjoy battlefield domination. So from the brilliant minds of the Royal Knight Institute, I urge you to visit www.morenights.com today and bring your domination to the AoE4 ladder right now. www.morenights.com is not liable for any damages incurred by running your knights into spearmen, archer pilings, or other hazards such as town center fire, boiling oil, and cannon emplacements. Morenights.com is also not liable for rage quitting opponents, games ending faster, or when reaching platinum one inevitably goes to your head. All knights should be handled with care. Visit www.morenights.com for more details. And we're back. Uh, we were just talking about Crusader Kings and kind of in lieu with what we were talking about, with like that grand strategy element. But, um, oh, yeah. I don't want this to go too much terribly longer. I, I do want to take one short break again sometime before we do our extra sheeps. I uh, just want to see if there was anything maybe about maybe we can just kind of reflect how we like the season and how things have been going so far. I've tried Abbasid a little bit this season so far. I've got a basic build order going on. They play different, very different than I'm used to. Uh, Tulum Warriors are pretty great. They are. I had actually a really good game against, uh, I was on the pit. I was playing French, I think Jones or Askeladd. I I think it might have been Jones. It was kind of coaching me as I was going through this. And uh, I was getting rushed by, what was it? What was I playing against French, I think? Is that what I said? Yeah, I think this French player, or maybe it was English, was coming in with... uh, a lot of uh, knights and archers, they actually took down my second TC, but I held with the ghoulums. I, I got to Castle Age, started going out for the ghoulums, destroyed their proxy base and pushed them all the way back. I think they were French. And I was I was like, this is fun, man. That was the best hold I've had in a while where I actually held off the push, turned things around. The pendulum swung super hard. Uh, so, I, yeah, I've tried out Abbasid. I'm not great with them yet. I wish I think Jones mentioned this, but it was it'd be kind of nice if you could be ranked based off of uh what like your rank could be each civilization you have your own rank that's different well i I do know they did that in starcraft like but there was only three civs which is different yeah it'd be hard to do it for eight eight yeah that'd be tough expanding out of that not to mention that the maps like you you choose your civ after you see what map you're jumping in on so right it'd be Mm -hmm. super hard but i I do kind of wish because i was like you know i think i'm a gold one with abbasid like, I think mm-hmm. I can say that. Like, I'm probably like gold one, gold two with Abbasid. Like, obviously, I'm not a silver player, but like, I'm still learning how to play them. 
But whereas yeah. like with English or like HRE, I'm like at plat one, almost plat two. So. Uh, I, I think it says I think that's, that's, uh, season five is pretty nice. I mean, there's been a lot of complaints about uh, like you know, technical issues behind the scenes about you know games dropping and stuff. Yeah, which, I uh, about that. Yeah, I, I really haven't like because I I started off I was going pretty hard and then I realized my internet was a hamster on wheels. So uh, I had to get my internet fixed. So I've been playing just right now. I've been playing just skirmish games, but. One thing, I am a fan of the new Feudal Mongols. Yeah, Feudal Mongols is now a thing. I like them. I like them. But but think about it, though. I think people who don't really play them, I may realize that, like, they have a huge drop-off. Yeah. Oh, no. People like, thought they're not they were going to be overpowered, but they're, they're not. They're not nice. They're, like, you think they're very nice? well balanced. Yeah, they're well. They way, way less HP, way less uh, like ranged armor. Um, yeah, they're yeah, they're, no, yeah, they're are they're in, in a good feudal. spot. Yeah, yeah, like they're good for like feudal raids, and they kind of like give a Mongols a reason to not rush the castle. A lot of Mongols play in the past, like people just hurry up and like kind of skip. The only build order I knew with the Mongols, or air quote, air quote, knew, was them, like, hurrying up and, like, getting past Feudal Age. Like, kind of just harass a little bit in Feudal and get to Castle to get all y'all that gold income and get Lancers on you. But, like, now, like, Mongols kind of stick around in Feudal a lot more because those Keshiks are really good in Feudal, especially harassing. And I mean, them, their lifestyle is, it is very good, but I don't believe it's overpowered. Like you can still kill them. Like no, you said, the not. micro. You said the micros, Keshik's like they and like in yeah, like a couple said, of spears just. Oh yeah, they clean right through them, erase yeah. them. They're done. And like like you said, uh, like in they're balanced because they do have a drop off point. Like Mongols are not as good in castles they were before. Mongols are like more or so like they're more of like a aggressive feudal civilization now. They are not that. They're still good in castle, but you don't have knights, and that's actually kind of like a big. That's like, you know, I'm excuse me, Lancers. You, that's like a big disadvantage in any, like, game that go, like, when you get the cast age. Like, Lan- like, Lancers and Knights are so strong. And if you don't have them, like, you're at a big disadvantage when it comes down to Calvary. And, like, you know, but, but like, I, yeah, I've been having fun playing the, uh, the Mongols. If I have not took my rank play yet, which is kind of breaking my heart, I kind of try them out. Guys, I have an idea. To finish Let's our episode hear. here, I, I'm on the Let's Reddit hear. page right now for Age Empires Four. Oh yeah, okay. I kind Spicy. of want to go through some posts and uh, weigh, weigh in on some thoughts and some things. Uh, the first okay. one is, is it was incredibly enticing. If you guys want to do this impromptu segment, I just was thinking this. Would be I'm really with funny. it. I'm with it. Sure. Um, since we're having kind of an offbeat episode, uh, this one is posted by uh, user uh, Tarburn Therid six one six nine hours ago. Uh, it says, "I have to confess my sins." Mm-hmm. so let's weigh mm-hmm. in how simple it is it, can we absolve him of his sins or it, what does he need let's to do hear. what does he need to let's do to resolve it. himself here i went let's afk hear. during a 2v2 and left my teammate defend for himself if you're uh-huh. on this subreddit i am deeply sorry i had no choice and thought i could make it back within a few minutes a few minutes oh that's really <laughs> afk what? i mean he thought he could make it back in a few minutes but this yeah. guy just like left him oh listen guys this really hits me hard in a really personal spot because i have also struggled with this and i'm sorry listen so that's why i play 1v1s that's why first of all I no, play 1v1s, especially on random queue 
But so really quick. So I used to play the game a lot. My play team games heavy was with my brother. And my brother at the time was working from home. And I'll, I'll, I'll be, I'm going to make sure I get a timestamp so you can hear this so I can let him know how upset I used to be with him. So he used to work from home and he used to play the game, team games, like in between, like while he was on his shift. Like he would be like in a work meeting and he would play the game. He would all the time start up a game with me and now midway through, I'd be like, hey man, what's going on? AFK completely being his work meeting. And I'll be like, dude. <laughs> he'd come back like oh, my fault dude I had to talk in this working meeting it'd be like five minutes later I'm like dude the game's over I'm, you, see my, you see my base I'm done you let he said oh my fault I don't have time I think people gotta realize that this game is not like Call of Duty like you, you if you have to be strapped in from a you gotta start lock to in yeah, you gotta lock in so, so on a scale of one to ten how serious is this man's sins it's, it's, it's a 10 for me. What does he need to do to redeem himself is the question. How can he, how can he absolve himself of this? Okay. He, needs to he go. can uh, join a discord and like yes. actually know who he's playing. There we go. He can oh, join yeah, the Griot Bar discord. Yeah. If he joins the Griot Bar, he's relieved of all his sins. There you go. You join the Griot Bar, you relieve of all join the sins. Join the Griot Bar and then we'll absolve all the sins there we go <laughs> until then right now i don't know man what's going on dude <laughs> oh, that one just really caught me i thought that was really funny um that is funny let's see other i'm just gonna scroll through and see if i can find some other ones there were a couple of funny ones i i really want to get to but yeah that, uh, that, that, that's our one let's see Oh, here's an interesting one. Anyone else find it? This, this is from a user, uh, Flaccid Father 15. Wow, what a name. That, what a name. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> what a name. Uh, does anyone else find it difficult to revisit old AoEs after playing this one? I'm a casual player who enjoys mostly PvE, and I love the campaign Art of Wars uh, challenges in this game so much that it made me want to revisit other RTSs. Based through a played through Halo Wars, that was fun, then wanted to play through AoE 2 and all the DLCs because I won't own it. But man, after playing on AoE 4 and even Halo Wars, Age of Empires 2 seems like it just hasn't aged as well as everyone else says it has. I just cannot find my groove with it. Main issues I'm running through with are hotkey differences for the most part. I'm not very good at these games. And also units being clunky and unresponsive. Wondering if anyone else has suggestions as to mods for hotkeys uh, or maybe just other RTS campaigns that are more modern like 4s. I really wish 4 would just get a scenario builder and more single player content. Apologies yes. to Snapper, et cetera, et cetera. He should be on the podcast today. He should be on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> very adequate, right? Very, very apt. Well, I want to say very. I was the opposite of this guy when AOE 4 was released. Because mm. I played it and was like, oh, I'm going back to old AOEs. <laughs> Honestly, if I nah. go back to Age Which Empires is, 2, I weird. would be going back for the campaigns, actually. That, I, that's what I like most about Age Please. 2 is I, I'm a much that's more of a PvE kind of guy. Uh, ooh, I, wish, I wish Blizzard didn't mess up warcraft 3 mm. because that is still to me the best rts campaign ever see man you got we had one day maybe a little side discussion you gotta put me on dude because i'm down to talk. i gotta talk for hours i gotta relax but yeah like uh what you're just saying though i believe that aoe4 is just the new golden standard and people gotta just come up hang out say listen i mean i i i try going back to aoe2 every now and then and it's the game's Games, of course, it's good filled content, but it just feels a little. It feels dated. Like that's my thing. It just feels a little dated, and like you know, it just you know, obviously it's got its dedicated fan base. But like, if you want to move the needle, you're gonna have a hard time, I think, doing it 
if you just stay in that bubble of games yeah. that you have to eventually break out and try the new stuff. And if you have problems with it and you address it to the right forms, and you know, just either you just like you have to make peace with your game being dated. The game is being dated. People say let's get mods or do this or that. I mean, the game is just old. Mm. It's just like simple as that. I don't know. I, people do all these like this. They got some master coder at Microsoft that's gonna like flip everything around. Where it's like, ah, not really. It's like not it's how it works. Yeah, yeah, it's not how it works. It's like it's, the game has its foundation, and you can build as much as you can based off it, but you can't do a whole one eighty with the game. That's why we have Age Empires 3 and 4. Exactly. That's like, I mean, if you really look at it, Age Empires 4 is just the, what they want. It's the upgraded version of 2. Like, I mean, yes, it's not the exact same game. A lot of things are different. But like, it's the same time period. A lot of things are still in common with both games. Like, Age Empires 2 and 3 are way different. Yeah, they're they're pretty different. They're about as different as 1 and 2 feel like as well. Way different. Yeah, and like, 2 and 4 are obviously different through time gap but same time period the same basic i mean the same formula make bills get your comedy together like it's still the same formula mm. that's why they're the most good compared but aoe4 is the modern version of two here's another like, post just, uh, i've got uh, oh, there, oh, there. um this one was 12 hours ago by i'm gonna say it's wrong but it's zikor x-c-i-c-c-o-r he comes Zikor. in asking do you guys think they will ever redo the tech tree which sounds kind of strange at first, but he goes on to say, I think it's generally understood that the tech tree is one of the weaker parts of AOE 4, and surely the developers know as well. I think one reason that should warrant a redesign is that each tech that tech tree is, is one of the ways to teach players about the game, and so it is very much in their interest to have a good tech tree for players to look at and to learn from. Okay, Wait, so when I read this, I, I thought they meant like... Like redo the text for a second. Yeah, what text? Yeah. Which is... I mean, that's why I like AOE 4, because I don't have to remember, like, oh, uh, this Civ doesn't get, like, Castle Age or Imperial Age Knights. Uh-huh. Or they don't get this final upgrade from the Blacksmith. Hmm. It sounds like this guy's talking really about nice just the knowing. image of how to look at all the text, right, though. Right, 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 right. Which, okay. But it is nice in AOE 4 knowing that Every sieve gets all the blacksmith upgrades. Uh-huh. Every sieve can upgrade their light cav, heavy cav, light infantry, heavy infantry, uh, mm-hmm. light bows, heavy bows, all the way to Imperial. Um, that's not the issue. It's not like, oh, who gets arbalests? Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who gets who gets cavaliers? Who gets paladins? Who doesn't? Um mm-hmm. So you meant just like interface? You probably think you meant just like just the user interface? To be yeah, I, I think the poster here is more just concerned with how that information is relayed to them. Okay, I could, I could probably agree with that. Maybe, I don't know how it would change it, but maybe make it so it's more updated and more easy. Like, I've, right, I've right been now, thinking so. about making a like intro to aoe4 video of just like mm, that would be that i thought about that if you want to collaborate on that at all let me know here's what the dark age i thought doing the same thing yeah now you hit feudal okay you've unlocked you got spears horses and archers here's what the feudal age military triangle looks like Mm. here's what you're gonna do in feudal age are you going all in, are you going 2TC? Are you going fast castle? Okay. 
Here's what Castle Age looks like. Mm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, uh, like that'd be a great video for somebody like this. That's where idea where you're coming from. Like, somebody who, like... Those videos that usually do that get so long, though, is the tricky part. Yeah, like, Age of New, like, that's the price to watch when I first started. But you gotta, like, again. it's like taking a college course, you know? <laughs> like, you yeah, gotta sit down and so, give like, time for it. so hard. It's like... And he does, like, really heavy editing, Age of New. But he does something similar to that, where, like, he'll, like, kind of break the game down a little bit. And if man, it looks like a lot I of work. It got demonetized on YouTube. You guys hear yeah, I heard, yeah, yeah, I heard so tiny. He, that's why he doesn't make any videos like for a uh, long time. So that's still, not great, not great for the game. Yeah, he's yeah, been such a, a yeah, staple. He's good, just Agent Pirate in general. He's been good, like two for anything, but like he, yeah, he was really good at editing. He made it really easy to understand. I still look back at his little top 50 tips, but uh, yeah, I see what you're saying, Bill. Like, yeah, it's you. Honestly, man, I'll, be, I'll watch that video. You uh, made a little tutorial. I'll watch it for sure. I'll pull up the show support. A little uh, intro to exactly. Yeah, game works. One got, more, uh, one more. I got one more post, and this one uh, okay. I might share my screen with you guys, and we might might dive into this oh, one here, oh, uh, so you guys can see it. it. Let me let me actually do that real quick, so you guys can see here. Um, this one, the, t- the title is: Did I get cheated out or out or cheated or outplayed? Is the question. So we're gonna find out. I think. Uh, All right, here's my screen for you guys. Here's a graph. He's got a graph here. I get cheated or outplayed. Um, So this is this is by uh, Cohesion. Is is the player here? And uh, looks like uh, whoa, what happened here? What happened here? Looks like around the 18 minute mark, someone just blows up to 100 units. Balloons up. Now these guys never go above. Just gonna say like, what is his? What is Yggdrasil's? Siv, is it Malians? Yeah, is that kidding. just the Perimba pumping yeah. out? It's forever? gotta be, yeah, we need, we need details on this. This is insane. Total unit count. He only gets up to like 170 around yeah, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's not crazy. Like, everybody else stays 50 or under. His village account's really low. I'm thinking he is Malians, I guess. Look at his village account. Super duper low. Yeah, that's What's like, his what, count, His eco count's pretty no. low, too. Total Less resources. So he might. He went all out on military. Sixty right there. Right. <laughs> yeah, good. Fast people who are listening. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> we've got. I'll, I'll, post, I'll, I'll take pictures. Yeah. Put these. Put these uh, along yeah, with the no, so build count is still build like solid. It's at sixty or so. If it's not bad. If Ikrasil was Malians, that makes sense. The first comment says out macroed. Hmm. It's, uh, it's not even 50 villagers. Oh, but yeah, he's got okay. It was Roos 30 Roos fishing boats. Is what someone's oh. saying. Oh, no, now he's saying you didn't have 30 fish. Let's see, did it? <laughs> There's a lot of debate about this. Yeah, fishing boats kind of two pop as he goes. I gotta see the replay. Account. Yeah, I, I, see, the replay. Oh, I you, see the replay. You see, you, see, you see what that one guy said at the very end? He said, uh. Right he said best he said best to assume cheated so you don't have to spend time, <laughs> time improving, improving. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <no>. oh man <laughs> got him oh but it's a team game too like it's that's kind of weird yeah it makes it really yeah, hard, like, to it's tell. hard it's hard to quantify during a team maybe his game. team that's funneled why. him resources that's possible what kind of cheating would that even be there's only map packs you can't make units out of thin air this guy has solid macro is what someone says and then people saying mm-hmm. watch the replay yeah I yeah, would guess. I would guess in a team game, he's probably the guy in the middle, right? Would be my guess. Yeah. He probably is playing a sieve that has either really good access to water, or he got like all the relics. I mean, if this was HRE, I could see HRE doing this in Castle with all the relics, just going yeah. bing, bing, bing. You know? Yeah. When does he hit? 
castle. It's castle. Yeah, it's right around, okay, like 11, like 12 11, 12 minutes. minutes. This is totally normal. You can easily yeah, shoot up to that. Yeah. This is, he's hitting this peak of 100, like yeah. 90 units around 20 minutes in, then just kind of stays yeah, there. Yeah, this guy is fine. Everybody else sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think, I, think, I think he's just really good. I think he's just like, I think he's clearly playing a quick match. And, I mean, his military uh, counts like yeah. a nothing until he decides to start building after like 12 minutes. Like yeah. four, 13 minutes is when he finally starts building military. Looks like Orange Cohesion was building some military, kind of hold things off, but couldn't do much. Uh, it looks like they were all just playing. I mean, 10 minutes. Look at their eco no their military numbers. It's like nothing. They're hey. all they were all booming. I'd love to see what uh map this was. Hey, Bill, you can agree with me on this. That's why I play 1v1. That's why, <laughs> That's why I play right 1v1. Here. <laughs> this is why 1v1 is superior. You're like, what is happening oh, on the man. screen? That is gotta insane. Love, gotta love just the, the fun. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. I think I think I'm gonna add a segment every week. We uh, I I might curate some Reddit yeah. posts and we can uh, weigh in on some of these. Don't don't Guerrilla warfare. Who to play? Me and some friends just thought the game and I wanted to run a horse archer army. Mongols. Let's see. Look. What I gather what? a little of my experience. Horse archers in this game are awful. So who would be the best guerrilla warfare civilization to play? I don't think this guy understands what guerrilla warfare really is. First of all, yeah, I don't see. I guess Malians. I have the stealth. Yeah, stealth. Technically, yeah, that's probably uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, guerrilla warfare. I was thinking like more like laying traps and like you know surprising. Uh, that's I don't top know. comment too is Molly because you can enter stealth and do bonus damage. Yeah, most uh, definitely Molly. But see, it's crazy to see how the community plays this game way differently. They yeah. like want to have fun and like do guerrilla warfare scenarios. What so why, that's why the, what is the? Oh, this is a fun question here. We'll, we'll end with okay. this one. We'll end with this one. What is this? Is a little poll. I'll, I'll, I'll whatever we all decide with, I'll, I'll vote for. Uh, okay. Seventeen hours left in this poll. So if you guys want, are listening, it's six hundred and seventy-four votes. So what is the most fun part of the game right now? What aspect of the multiplayer do you enjoy most? Macro, micro, multitasking, coming up with strategies, playing with friends, or something else? Uh, I would say macro. Macro. Yeah. Macro. Yeah. yeah. Booming. Because, like, because, yeah. It's so fun. I love I love my HRE like seven and a half minute fast castle. I love that. That's yeah, so fun for me. Because let's be honest, who really comes up with And the results actually friends. aren't oh, too crazy. Wow. Playing with friends, 245. Yeah. I, if I had friends, you know, that I'd be more maybe more exactly. accurate. Yeah, if I had friends. Yeah, <laughs> no, actually, I, mean, I do I do like that. That is I, that one is a lot of fun. Yeah, Coming with strategies is number two with 170 votes, and then macro uh with one twenty three at number three of those. It looks See, like people I, don't, hate I feel like I feel like I feel like coming up with strategies flooded. I do do people. I feel like everybody just copies build orders. That's something about this game. I realize yeah. people people just man. All listen. You see BCQ you do one thing and then you see it all everywhere. Yeah. Like it's like all right, dude. Hey, we know you got that from. Like I've kind of been kind of a rebel of that now. I, I don't rewatch really build orders anymore because I really that's how you play. You just do that build order and that makes the game not as satisfying. You're just literally like trying to follow a script. I don't way off topic, but I, I see people saying come up with strategies of everything. Yeah, don't it's, it's when well, none of us are getting to come up with strategies. Strategy. Like my, my best idea yeah. of a strategy was like to have the Mongols make a bunch of pastures and send the sheep to like a French player. No, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Sheep Grubhub strategy. Mine was a uh, schizophrenia. I think schizophrenia that was my dude, that's not a strategy. That's just, that's just broken. That is OP. That is <laughs> that's probably my best strategy. Well, I tried making like a, a proxy Mongol base, which didn't even work out that well. I tried to do something. Yeah. I tried every now and then, but that's I, usually my strategy is coming to panic. I, I know there's a lot of a hate towards the idea of trickle-down economics, but when it comes to strategies in this game, that's kind of the way <laughs> it has to work, I think. Pretty much. Pretty much. I have to agree. 
All right. Well, should we take one quick break and then uh, come back with our extra sheeps and call it a day? Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. Hey, Sockerton here for the break. This is the part of the show where I spout off a lot of random things to you, the viewer in particular. Uh, basically, I hope you guys are having, as I've said, a happy 4th of July weekend. You're probably listening to this afterwards. If you're a European listening to this, you really don't give a flying crap. Uh, but, you know, you can support us Americans that are happy uh, we broke away from England Day. That, that's a worthy cause, right? I, I guess so. Uh, anyways. Um, oh, hey, my baby just woke up next to me right now as I'm recording this. Yeah. She's just looking for her pacifier. There it is. Anyways, um, wanted to do some... Uh, Kind of some housekeeping things. Oh, I know, little one. I know. She's cooing too. Babies are cute, guys. A lot of work, but cute. Anyways, um, some housekeeping, as I was going to say. We were going to have a guest on this show that did fall through. I know it's like the number one requested thing that you guys ask for is please get some cool streamers on the show. We are working on it. I promise you, we are trying. Sir Nevels has been reaching out. Uh, we've had a couple of candidates that we want to get on. Um, it just didn't quite work out today with one of them. Uh, so we're hopefully next episode, we will have that down and we'll have someone to interview. Um, besides that, I looked into getting some merchandise for the show. Uh, I can do it. The problem is, is it's like hecka expensive. So mugs are kind of off the table. I think I'm going to try and get some shirts going. I still have no idea how I would go about like selling these. I could get some for me, Beal and like Neville's easily. If anyone else is interested in that, uh, Maybe you reach out on the Discord uh, for this show. Uh, I've got my own personal Discord. The link's in the description. You can find us there if you want to hit us up there and tell me if you're interested. If you want a shirt really bad, we can maybe work something out. Maybe it'll just be kind of a you pay for the shirt and I just send it to you. Kind of. I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't know if we're going to get any profit off of the shirts. Uh, custom ink costs a lot of money. Everything costs a lot of money. But I want to get some nice merch for this at least. I, I know I want a shirt with the logo on it. Uh, I just got to do some some work on that. That's something I've been working on, though. Another big thing I wanted to announce. I know there's been the other most requested thing for this podcast is that we get this thing on YouTube. I am pleased to announce that as of this week, I kept my oath uh, mostly that I gave last time, last episode that I would get these episodes up. And this week I've gotten two of the 10 now episodes are on YouTube. I am trying to get the rest of them on there. So I will have links to that as well in the description. I will also be uh, posting that on Reddit saying, hey, we're on YouTube. You'll probably see that up there if you browse that a lot. Uh, but yeah, we're getting these on YouTube. If you're already listening to this podcast, you probably don't care. But I just wanted to follow through that I've kept my word. I've done it. I, Socrton, Eagle Scout, have done my duty to do my best to do a good turn daily. There you go. Um, anyways, what else do I need to say? Oh, yeah, uh, you guys should follow Sir Neville's on Twitch and YouTube and Beal and myself if you haven't. Uh, I don't usually plug myself in there, but I do play. I play this and uh, AOE and a lot of baseball. Those are two my, my two games I do. Uh, you also should join the Griabara Discord if you have not already. Lots of great discussions there. Lots of places you can uh, hop in chat for channels for team games. It's a great place. You should do it. It's free. It's great. Uh, fun community there. Um, also, speaking of free things. If you want to join a tournament, the Rising Empires is always doing weekly tournaments for low level players and for players who are way above my caliber. Uh, so you guys should definitely look into that. It's free. It's fun. Those guys host a have, a have a good thing going. It's quite a long Saturday. If you do it, I won't lie. It's quite a couple hours, but 
If you haven't done it, I recommend everyone at least try it once. At least once. It's a lot of fun. I think that's about it. Um, shout out to my little baby. He was just being very calm and cute down there. She's doing a good job. And I guess I'll send you guys on back. Uh, thank you so much all for, for listening and for staying with us this long. This is our 10th episode. We've gone for 20 weeks now. Uh, Beal and I were kind of just thinking about that. Like, it's, it's been a long time. We can't believe we've gone on this long. Uh, but we we're planning on staying strong, keep, keeping the content going. If you guys are really happy with the content, you've been a long-time listener, uh, you've really enjoyed all the shows we've put on, we do have a uh, Patreon. We would urge you to take a look at the link that's in the description of this episode. And if you want to even just donate just a dollar a day, uh, or not a dollar a day, a dollar a month, uh, even the smallest of pledge, we do have bonus content on there. Uh, we kind of chat. Sir Devils, Beal, and I tend to kind of chat before our, we are official recording starts and i've got the my audio just rolling and so i'll take that big snippet in the beginning and i'll just pop that in and the patreon and that's we talk about a couple of variety of things some kind of fun behind the scenes of uh, what we do anyways i have gone on enough this episode's already long enough have a happy rest of your episode and rest of your day happy scouting and back to the show And we're back. Uh, let's do our extra sheeps and close out this day. And I'm going to go get ready for some fireworks in a day here. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's coming up. I can't believe it's like actually the 3rd of July already. Oh, tomorrow. Let's get it. Tomorrow's the day. Yeah. Well, today, if you're oh. listening, the day we release this. But oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right yeah. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. It shouldn't be. Um, where did I put, put my on your uh, auxiliary? Put an auxiliary cord at the uh, barbecue. Take over yeah. the speakers. Just play our <laughs> play uh, speakers. Your family buzz. Exactly. Yeah. Get them all in. Get them all. I, I just want to say, up. if you're listening this far in and you've been listening for like since the beginning, I just, I just want to say, I just want to say, you're a freaking nerd. <laughs> I mean, gosh, I can't believe we're actually. I mean, who's worse? Oh, dude, you know, the it. one listening to a podcast like this or the ones making the podcast? We're all such nerds, dude. No, but, hey, I love it's beautiful. It. The beautiful community, though. We Everyone love you blocks. guys. We love you guys. Just want to say, we just want to acknowledge how great. nerdy this is. Oh, uh, I love it. Love um, it. I will I'll start. Nerds, me in. I'll start yes, with my sir. extra sheep. Um, I had a match. I finally got to play on Volcanic Island. Uh, I chose Whoa. French. I wasn't sure who I wanted to play on Volcanic, Volcanic Island. Went with French on a one v one. Uh, my opponent chose China. Let me okay. just say, guys, I I tilted pretty hard on this one. I don't usually I'm pretty mellow and I'm a pretty happy go lucky guy. This one got under my skin a little bit. Um, things start out. I, I tried playing a little bit of feudal aggression. Uh, didn't really wasn't really getting much out of it. Uh, he was going the two TC song. I was like, crap. Okay. Uh, I decided to castle up fast and go for a fast castle instead. So I kind of back off my feudal aggression. Got a couple of vil kills, but not enough to do much. Uh, he started he started making a military though. I made him make a military in response. So I was like, okay, at least the Tutti song, he's getting tempered at least by having to make a ton, and I mean a ton of spears. So I go into Castle Age. And I eventually add a second TC. Um I build a castle, get the reduced price for my uh Arbitrier and my knights. I start going heavy into that. I swoop into the mm -hmm. other side. He builds a stone wall, the great gate. Well, he ends up building the great gate house, whatever that I landmark's so. called. The thing that's stupid. Uh, I came in the other side and start I like slammed into him on the left side he was a, the gate, gate house was on the right side of the map uh, he's on the north I'm on the south I head over to the left side so the west side of the map and I start shredding through this guy I, I kill all the vills on his farms tons on the wood I start torching down his keeps his landmarks I got all the landmarks gone but 
that gatehouse, which had a keep on either side of it oh, as well. Oh, yeah, that thing is so strong. I my Rams, and then he the, the thing is he was going for a uh like a Juganu and he was going heavy spears for a long time, heavy spears, uh, a couple of uh, horsemen every now and then, and pretty heavy on the Jugs. Uh, so I went, you know, Huge. art mass archers, mass mass knights. www.morenots.com. It was great. It was I was Where's actually doing some pretty Shut okay up. stuff. Took me a while to get my uh, my siege kind of going. So I got some rams. Was trying to get him down to finish him off. I thought I killed. Like he went like three TC song. Like I don't know. I I just wasn't playing smart. I guess. Oof. Uh, I actually I might have been. He ended up going three. It was two TCs when I was taking him down. But he had he built another TC in front of the gatehouse. We had it walled off on the right side, so I couldn't get through. <laughs> had a bunch of keeps on that side. I uh, apparently he just was printing villagers, and I just wasn't keeping up. But I actually got him down to like around my level of villagers again i didn't realize that he had so many uh in front of his gatehouse because i i was like where are they at? i can't find them i pittered out and then he went fire lancers in fact that's how he got me that's how he stopped me actually he started making fire lancers and since the update they are far more effective in combat like we're talking way more useful in combat than they used to be he was taking even trades with my beefed up royal bloodline knights and I eventually, I, I never got them to be quite Imperial Age Knights because, I mean, I had the Royal Bloodlines, but I couldn't get the Imperial Age upgrade because it took me a while to get to Imperial because he started just constantly going at me with Fire Lancers. So I start building some keeps, build the Red, Ta- uh, Red Palace, uh, trying to hold them off. I should have walled in with stone walls, but I couldn't because he was building, doing like that keep, that keep creep, you know, on the right side from the oh, gatehouse yeah, yeah. while he was yeah. kind of rebalancing his ego and re-coming back. And I ended up just throwing everything. In fact, there's, I, I tried massing up rams and doing the mass ram push to get him out of there. I figured rams uh, and knights, that would be my way to go. Because he wasn't making spears anymore. He was going all fire lancers. And I tried I tried making some spears of my own. But it's, that's such an off build for French to go into spears. Like massively so. Like really, really yeah. awkward. Uh, what are you doing at that point? Yeah, what am I doing? Exactly, right? Like I, I, I really, so I'm trying to keep up. I, I was trying to mix in some spears because I just had to because those fire lancers were nuts. He ended up taking me down. My, he actually, fire lancers into freaking rams melts them. And I mean melts rams. Oh, yeah. I, I did not know that. this, but they melt rams. Fire lancers don't do as much to buildings, but eventually he just had such a mass of them. He was able to, actually, it was he actually trebbed up at that point and got some trebs going. At that point, I'm like, good gravy. He's got an answer to everything. Like, I could not get anything going. I build a bunch of siege. He just fire lances in and destroys it all. I just, I could not siege down his keeps. And he just held and then eventually just ground me in the dirt. And I was so frustrated. And I just realized that China is just a stupid, stupid civilization. (laughs) I should not be able, like, I was mostly mad that I had torched down all of his landmarks, but one. But when he's got eight landmarks, what else am I supposed to do? Right. They're not they're very they're frustrating. Tough, I, late, I feel like game. that's they are. I, I think that having the extra landmarks is just a little it's just too much. You know, it makes it gives China an edge that is so tough. And the fact that he can just keep drop in an instant like there's China's got so much going for them. And they're not an OP sieve. Like, I get that they're not like abjectly broken, but mm-hmm. I feel like as far as a balance of a game, it just felt incredibly and maybe I'm just kind of whining a bit, but it felt kind of unfair that I had played well enough he beat me in feudal a little bit, but I, I decided to quickly revert in fast castle. And then I had found some success and I like crashed into his side and like really was torching his base. But the fact that I had to go for eight landmarks, not four, 
was what did me uh, in. And I got seven of the eight. And I just was like, that's just so frustrating. So that's my yeah, sheep is I'm just I, yeah. I am on all on board with the uh, 10 for Tim and China. Ask Lad's hate of China. I like playing as them, but in instances like that, it's just like it just feels really cheap to lose that way, you know? Like that just oh, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's my that's my I, gripe, that's my salt. Uh that's my extra sheep. It's a very sad little black extra sheep that's just, you know, a little outcast. <laughs> hey, I'd like, I'd like to see some black sheep in the game. That'd be kind of we, fun. Uh, we uh yeah, remember Sock, we wanted to do something like that similar when we played our team game. We were going against China and English and we were destroying them and then he Almost ended the game by just going I'm mad. Just going mass like, fire lancers. It's such a stupid strat. It's a very, you know what I'm saying, emergency button strat. It's so dumb that like they're losing yeah. and then they can just do that on the side and then just send the wave in and be like, ha ha. That just that isn't fun that's to me. Rough. It's rough. But, uh, you know, I, I think Cole don't let China get that late. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I guess I, that's I, the trick, huh? Yeah, like I think, like I said, like a lot of people don't like China, and like I, I, I lose them all the time. They are a difficult. Series. Well, it's kind of a problem with closed think, maps too, like volcanic island. Yeah, like, just, yeah. What can you oh, do? Yeah. You know? Well, that that map itself is just garbage. <laughs> I was just playing, but like I said, I like that's kind of like what I like kind of about the aspect of the game. Like different cities have different like breakout points, and like China is one of those games. Like the longer they play, they just start like, the halt like. Yeah, it was really frustrating. I know any other save that would have been a win because I had him in Castle H. Like that was my Castle H push. He was trying to age up. I had him, but that Great Wall Gatehouse just—I think it's strong too. China's strong. It's so strong. strong It's not a joke. Alrighty, someone have a happier extra cheap than mine. Mine was kind of a a wine fest. So I wouldn't quite. Oh, oh. Let's hear it, Bill. Say my extra cheap. Made diamond last season. Yo! Got up to diamond one. Uh, we'll see if that happens this season. I'm confident uh, it will. A lot of Ottoman abuse getting there. Uh, <laughs> but made it to diamond. That's big. That's, okay, that's not actually, easy. Okay. Nah, dude, that's good. That's actually my goal this season. My goal is just to get plat two. <laughs> oh, you can do it, man. You can do it. I just don't play it consistently too. enough. Dude, you, Saki, I was, you can play plat. You last play season, plat. I was just hovering between plat two and three forever. Mm. Until yeah. I actually like just sat down and had good winning streak that brought me to diamond. Yeah. I think I think once you start hitting like plat two, like it's kind of hard to drop back down to like plat three. It keeps, I mean, I every time I do my placement matches, it drops me into like gold one like i'm playing against oh, dude, I'm yeah, sma- right, right now my experience is smashing into silver players like that's i dude. smash into silver player or i get a plat two guy like, I, like i'm vacillating back and forth right now i don't know what my matchmaking is doing right now but it is all over the place oh yeah because I, I think that with hidden mmr right bills they had that like we're like wherever you were last season you'll start playing more of those guys this right season. it carries over yeah yeah it carries over because like i mean dude last season i literally was silver too in my placement game mm. i was oh yeah no i was done for I lost all my pushing games. Like, what is going on? Why is everybody so good? Yeah, I was like silver yeah. three going into this. Yeah. Four. But I, and I said this right now, I am currently, but I, it's kind of a little uh, gas, gassed up because I haven't played. So sad. I feel like a fraud, but I haven't played in a minute because of my internet, but I'm platinum one. I can platinum two. And I think, I think I'm going to start sticking to it. I'm going to start streaming my games too. And I'm going to go, I think I think make diamond. My goal is diamond. I, I wish I had the, the, will to do that i feel 
I'm it so is tired lot. right now in my life with the baby at it home. Is it's a lot. So hard. It is a lot. It's a, it's a, it's a grind, man. Like in the purest form. Like it is, it takes a lot of mental. When I grow up, I hope I get to be as good of a player as Beal is. Oh yeah, man. Bill Bill is our resident and the hero. We're like, dude, you're so cool. You've reached it. Diamond one. Hey, dude, listen. Hey, it's sorry, easy to say when you're up there, Bill. It's easy to exactly, say. Exactly. Exactly, dude. Yeah, good for you, dude. All right, yeah. He's already got his no eye on conqueror now. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm uh, looking nothing but up. Even though he is a dirty Ottoman. Get back to <laughs> Diamond. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, you can get back. You can get back. I'm telling you, boys. Mark my words. I'm hitting diamond for the end of the season. Do it. I'm hitting, I'm hitting it, boys. Oh, am I, am I the last extra sheet? Yep, I think oh. you. I think it's you. Okay, we'll see. Well, me, mine's more so like nothing in game because um, you know I haven't played in a minute. But one thing I will say is that uh, I I do believe that this community can strive better if we just like you know uh, kind of like not just on a hippie commune, but like kind of like hold hands, kumbaya, because which no, that's kind of that's a big ask, but. I think we realized that, like, we got realized that we play in an echo chamber, that mm-hmm. if you say something, you're going to hear everyone kind of agree with it, and they're going to blow it out of proportion. Like, you know, like, for example, you know, this season has been played a lot with drop games. Like, a lot of people hear about people dropping games, and they go to these forums. And also, I think my sheet last show was just get off the forums. But they go to these forums, and they complain about what they're going through. And it makes it seem like everyone's going through it. And like how I look at it, like, for example, I, I think I, I, there was a, they have AOE surveys that go around and yeah, I'm that guy. I will fill the survey out and I'll just be hundred percent, give them honest feedback to the people that it matters. And I felt when you get into these, you know, forums, you start saying like, oh yeah, somebody else going through drop games and bad frame rate and, you're gonna hear you're gonna hear that one guy like, yeah, yeah, actually I am going through that. Yeah, this game's trash. It's like, and it's like at a certain point, it's like, do you want the game to prosper or do you want it to die? And let like you really die, want let it die. Let it sorry, it just reminded me of the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the Lorax. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm about to say, like, you always saying let it die. I'm like, oh, no, I know, I know. I just, I just, yeah, I was like, guys like, on there, it feels like they're ready to sing that song though, doesn't it? <laughs> exactly. I was like, I thought you turned to the drunk uncle soccer thing, like, let it die. But yeah, you're right though, man. Like, it's like it, it becomes very confusing to the community and think about it like we make jokes all the time on here about like you know of course at the end of the day it's just a video game you know but you know obviously we had a whole decade podcast going hours talking about it we want the game to do well and you know it's very obvious that you know it's a very community driven game and the one thing we will compliment you can we talk we joke around about but right? hey, you know a past Asian Empire games they have a very strong community and they just want the game to get better and they're not slandering it in public and they're like, so like we had to like kind of use that as an example. We want this game to prosper and play and get more updates and faster updates. We had the developers have to be motivated to do that. And if we're sitting up here just bashing the game, then there's not going to seem like a priority. You know, obviously mm-hmm. things behind the scenes, but the point I'm trying to make is that draw your complaints in the right direction. I don't see the point of like just want to have an open discussion about nothing knowing in a forum chat can fix yeah. just making the game look like it's in a way worse state than it is and you got people that don't play the game and just assume most games are obviously still bad and then boom you got blockades 
for the future of this great game. That's a good point. I think there's a fine line between being uh, like giving good feedback to help improve the game mm-hmm. and being critical for the sake of being critical. Constructive yep. criticism is really where it should be instead of just criticism. Right then, because now you got nothing to back it up. Now you're just talking. Mm. It's hot air. <laughs> but yeah, that's my extra sheet. That's sorry, I have nothing gameplay wise because uh, this internet. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so yeah, sad. But I'll be, I'll, be, I'll, be, I'll be good tomorrow, though. I'm good. I'm, I'm up and kicking again. Good. I'm excited to see. I'm excited to see some peeps. Uh, oh, yeah. well, I don't know if I'm going to play. I'll probably log in just to get the uh, little banner award for the 4th of July. But I doubt I'll play much tomorrow. Maybe uh-huh. I will. Maybe look, I will. See, look at that. See, look at that, Bill. He's one of the, he's a battle pass player already. Dude. Look, I'm logging in just for reward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got to get, get those player <laughs> numbers up, right? <laughs> he's already biting it, dude. He's already ready for the battle pass. Oh, I'm such a pleb, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, alrighty guys well I, we've been going on for my, my clock says it's been 2 hours and 42 minutes uh, obviously some oh of that's extra content that we chatted, we chatted at the beginning but uh, just a reminder we do have a Patreon we do have uh, a Discord we do have a couple of places you can reach us um, I, I actually I wanted to I was going to tell you guys I did look at trying to get some merch for this um, it's expensive as heck it is expensive oh, okay. as heck it's like 40 bucks a mug and you gotta have like Whoa. like I, what? I think, yeah, it's like nuts. All right, maybe not for the mug. Actually, it might have been like, especially if you do like a small order of like six, you have to like buy like a thousand mugs to make it like worth the price. But I highly Jeez. doubt I'd be able to sell a thousand mugs. So maybe we'll look at T-shirts. I'll buy five. I'll buy five. <laughs> You'll buy five. Ah, I don't have the money for it. Every, every every color scheme, I'll get it. But I, I actually I do think I'll try and get T-shirts going. I think that will be an easier sell to get some T-shirts going. Go. Right, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, besides that, I got nothing else. Anything else for you guys? No, sir. No, I'm good. All right, well, happy scouting, everyone. Happy Fourth of July. Happy Canada Day. Happy summer. We'll be back in. We, we will hopefully have our guest star on next time. He we he kind of uh, yeah. bailed out on us this week. I'm not going to name who was trying to bail out on us, but we had someone we had lined up. Hopefully we'll have someone for next time instead. So till then, we will uh, peace out and have a good rest of our days. Have a good one, guys. Au revoir. See ya.